Leroy Brown. So. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Okay, today, because I have Leroy again, I was talking to him, and he said, what are we going to talk about? And as usual, I said, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> and uh, then I Googled. <laughs> like, I just was like, what should I talk about? Um, so I found this list of, what was it, like 200 and something fucking phil- phil- philosophical questions? 205. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a lot. 200. It says 200. Oh. Oh, no, these are different ones. Yeah, okay. I don't know which is this list, but it's this many papers. It's a lot. That's a lot of papers. So we're going to get philosophical on you motherfuckers. Your tree huggers are probably going to get pissed off. That's a lot of papers. (laughs) I'll I'll use them as toilet paper later to go with my (laughs) bidet. Uh, So do you want to alternate? Yeah, man, that's cool. So I'll ask you number one, and then we can both talk about it. And then eventually this is going to go out the window because we're not going to get to 200. Yeah, we're definitely going to get to 200. And do you want me to start at number one, or you want to just go, like, pick our favorites? Dude, you can just go through and mm. do whatever you want. All right. Why do we dream? Hmm. I'm going to say... <laughs> I know I've read a little bit about dreams. You know, it's whenever you're in REM, but a lot of times it's, you know, the fact that your your brain is in turmoil. There's some type of damage going through there. Or, you know, it's something that you just happen to see and for some reason when you're in your resting state it comes back to you I've, I've noticed authors almost always mention dreams they've had mm-hmm. and i almost never have dreams so <laughs> i don't I know if that means one anything. dream in the past month that i remembered and i got swept away by water that was it that's weird i had one where a fucking uh baby alligator bit my hand it was like a yellow one or it might have been a crocodile like one of those little tiny canines. yeah yeah it bit my hand and i was walking around the house because we just had a gator in my house uh, and I was like trying to fling it off there and then it just let go. That was the whole fucking dream. I, don't, I was like, man, I, that was some weird edibles. <laughs> that was probably when you gave me those brownies. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. All right. Um, I'm going to like mark them off as I go. I'll ask random ones and then, uh, we'll just like switch every three or four questions. Is that cool? Yeah. That's okay. Fine. Um, <laughs> why do we dream? That's a weird one. What? That why do we dream? Yeah. I just went for the shortest one. <laughs> Uh, will religion ever become obsolete? I think we should both talk about that one. Ooh, um, I feel in a sense the way society is going now, it kind of already has. Yeah, yeah, it's a little already, bit. Yeah, I mean, there's certain parts of the world that you know it's still like a big thing, but you know, if you look at society in general, it's <laughs> yeah, most people are, and the people that are like that go to church, and most people I know that are religious don't go to church, and most people that I know that go to church aren't religious. So, like in my head, I associate religion with church. But everybody I know that's like super religious actually doesn't go to church. Your church girls are usually the biggest whores. I know, church dude. We <laughs> when, when I was younger, we used to just have this thing that we'd be like, you know what? We'll just see who goes to the Catholic school. And yeah. that was like just because we were lazy. So we would go to uh, Altus, mm-hmm. and just if you have a car and you're a dude in Altus. Something's going to happen that day. Oh, wow. Just... Uh, and then we would also try to just find girls like at the racetrack and shit that they're, they they go to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And that was that was pretty much it. Uh, I had very little deprived. success. What? They were probably deprived. Yeah. It's like anytime you hold something away. Like if if you said I can't, I don't know. If, uh, You're not supposed to let's do Let's say this, drinking was illegal. It. I would probably drink. If drinking was illegal, I would probably have tried alcohol by now. And I still haven't tried alcohol. <laughs> like, it's, like it's right there. I don't want it. Uh, but if it was like a little forbidden, if it was like mm-hmm. how weed is in some states, like it's, you're not going to go to prison for it, but it's like, oh, you got to like know a guy. I'd probably be like, dude, 
I'm gonna hit up this Jack Daniels dude and get me some fucking yeah. bootleg Jack in Texas, Daniels. It's still completely illegal, but I was yeah. surprised at how many people had it. And you know, dude. they had the good stuff too. Yeah, Texas has some good weed. <laughs> they do. I think it's because they're close to Colorado. <laughs> like Maybe. I think it's like it comes through Colorado because I thought it used to come through Mexico, and you mm-hmm. don't want Mexican weed. Like no. that shit's outdoor grown, outdoor cured. Like. Dust um, everywhere. It was. Yeah, it's just you blow on it. And it's like it's it's probably a different drug, uh, dusted all over it too, not weed. Um, okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. If you had to guess, <laughs> that's weird. If you had to guess, uh, what the fuck? If you had to guess, what do you think would be the most likely way you'll die? I, that's hard for me to read because I keep rereading it. And then I'm going to give this paper to you and let you pick a few for me. Sex. <laughs> You're going to fuck yourself to death. You're going to be mid-stroke, heart attack. That'd be uh, the best way to go, honestly. But I mean, if you could have, like, a super stroke, pun, <laughs> pun was not a t- I should have said that was intentional. Yes. I did not intend the pun, but now I want to make sure it's acknowledged that I said super stroke. If you could have a super stroke where you go out all at once, like there's no like weird, I'm brain dead for a week in the hospital and a little fucked up, right at like three quarters of however long the duration of your nutting process is, that'd be a perfect, perfect way to go out. Hell yeah. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, but you, so I asked why you, like you, what you think will be your cause of death and you don't actually think that. That's just what you want. Yeah, that's what I, uh, I, think, I think. I'm probably going to say what my normal family is, you know, heart like disease. Some kind of health like problem when you're yeah. older. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, like it's funny though because got that some extra weight stroke out on. part. Yeah, it's actually happened here. To who? Some older man here in Who's fucking and had a stroke. He was uh, fucking a side chick, <laughs> and she didn't know what to do because he had a heart attack and died right there. Mm-hmm. So she called the cops to come and help her. Well, how did her wife? Uh, how did his wife find out that he died? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think if you're in that situation, she did the right thing. You call 911. <laughs> but that's going to be a rough fucking day for three people. Yeah, like, man. <laughs> like, anybody involved, like, whoever has to answer that call and, like, dude's got nut all over his shit and you're, like, trying to scoop him up and he's just dead with his jizz all over. And, like, you know how your dick it's looks still like. hard. No, because yeah. when you have a heart attack, I feel like your your heart does some weird shit. You're not going to lock up blood and stick. Because as soon as it stops pumping, it's yeah. not going to be in there. So once you're dead, I think your dick goes down. But here's, you know how your dick looks like five minutes after you fuck if you don't immediately like clean up mm-hmm. and it's all gross and Nasty. looks kind of like a slug, like like a big slug. Don't worry. <laughs> Depending like, on how much she creams, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like, <laughs> like it's all just stuck around there and shit. Yeah, this is a good philosophical discussion we're having here. I like it. Oh man, there's a mm. lot of weird ones on there. Is it possible to live life and never tell a lie? Possible, yeah. Likely or something you should... I mean, well, you'd have to first define lie. Uh, Do you define a lie as intentionally misleading somebody for any reason? Because that's how I define a lie. Yeah, that's how I... Then, yeah, it's possible. Like, if you count accidental things, like if you say, hey, dude, I'll be there on Wednesday, and you fucking get kidnapped... (laughs) And you don't make it. Is that a lie or is that – like I consider that a different thing. Yeah. So if you don't count that, yes. If you do count that, you're not going to make it past three months old. Like it's possible. I mean I've done a really good job I of not like lying. hard because, you know, even though I'm an asshole, sometimes I like to be a little nice. You know, when somebody, you know, approaches me with their baby, 
fucking loud ass bitches over yeah. there. They approach me with their baby. They're like, oh my God, it's so cute. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, when I see an ugly baby, so I do a really good job of not lying most of the time. Um, and I, I try to be honest with my kids about like how I, like, I don't want them lying to me. I don't lie to them. I want them to be able to trust me. But if they came in and I'm mid deep dick in their mom and they go like, they walk back out and then, you know, clearly I don't get to finish that day. I'm going to have blue balls, this whole thing. Uh, and then the next morning they go, daddy, what were you doing with mommy last night? I don't think I'm going to tell them the straight full blown truth. I think I'm going to technically lie. Um, so it like there's times when lies I think are necessary and serve a purpose, but for the most part, I've been able to make it pretty far with very very few lies because I I'm good at avoiding answering things. Not because I'm telling everybody the truth all the time by any means, but like you're good at if, deflecting. I, I can deflect like That's a motherfucker. Awesome. So if that was the skill you need to technically, yes, you could have a whole life without lying, but it'd be fucking hard, man. Yeah, be, no shit. Like Jordan Peterson has. Can you guys shut the fuck up over there? Did they hear me? Hey. Hey. No? Okay. So Jordan Peterson has like a list of rules for life or whatever. And one of the things is he started out and it said, don't lie. Or no, I'm sorry. It said, always tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And then he amended that to uh, always try to tell the truth or at least don't lie. (laughs) And it's like, these are rules that are meant to be broken when absolutely necessary anyway. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it... I think in general it makes your life easier if you try to avoid lying like because you don't have to remember and keep track. Like yeah. I've never had the ethical thing about lying. I just don't want the work. Like I yeah. just – I think it complicates – my life's complicated as is. So it's fine. It does make life complicated. And yeah, like you said, keeping up with lies because there's some people, you know, they trip over their lies. I'm like, mm, yeah. yeah. Huh. Let's see. Ooh, I like this one. Is suffering a necessary part of the human condition? Yeah. What would the people who never suffered be like? A uh, person who never suffered would be like these little entitled. Folks. Most of these little. I was gonna say most <laughs> most college kids right now that I tattoo, but no, they still suffer. It's a different kind of suffering than people used to have. But no, suffering is absolutely necessary and inevitable. You can't avoid it. Like I feel like they suffer later on in life. Yeah, at some point you them. will suffer. But, yeah. okay, the people that we think are super spoiled, their parents don't give them attention. They just give them money. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather attention than money. If somebody yeah. said, hey, your dad's either going to teach you to ride a bike, teach you to shave, take you golfing every Saturday, or your dad's going to give you a $1,000 per week allowance. I mean, if I was good with money, I'd be super far ahead from 1000 mm-hmm. a week since I was like 10 or something. But I would prefer to go golfing. Like, yeah. like And you're going to either way – if you have the option of an allowance or time with your parents and you don't get a combination of both and some kind of balance, you're going to fucking emotionally suffer. Like most people have something going on. But my favorite people in the world are all fucked up, had fucked up childhoods, bad shit's happened to them. A lot of them have been fucking, you know, shot at. A mm-hmm. lot of them have been sexually assaulted when they were like little, little. And then it's something weird happens where – I don't know. I think they could definitely be the same person without all that, but it mm-hmm. makes a different type of person. It makes a very strong person with fucking resolve. So I don't know. A lot of bad shit happened to me when I was a kid, but luckily not the extreme bad shit that like yeah. really fucks you up. Just like a little weird, you know, uh, and I got hurt a lot, like physically. It All of it's good. Yeah. Like everything that's ever happened to me, I look back at it, I'm like, okay, that sucked at the moment really glad that happened i've been broke a lot of times it's a very good experience if you're never broke yes dude if you've never been broke you're so bad with money 
Like, as soon as you broke the third time, you go, all right, I got it. I think I still have a screenshot on my phone where I had negative uh, $212 in my bank account. And it's like... <laughs> and now you just compare happen. that to your, your positive Yeah, I'm like, account. yeah, you see. Yeah, yeah. I uh, when we wanted to buy the land out by uh, Madison Park, mm -hmm. I talked to the realtor and I was like, dude, I can pay cash, but I can't pay cash like today. It's going to take a while for me to save that much up. And I said like six months. I was like, I know you can't tie it up like that, but how many, like how frequently do people look at this this lot? And it was like, uh, I've had like five or six people look at it in the last month and they all seem pretty serious, but there's one right across the way. So you might just not get the one you want, mm -hmm. but if you can do it in six months, there's a possibility you can still get it. And I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, you know, it'd be smart. Like, how's your credit? And I was like, oh, great. He goes, why don't you just get a loan? And I was like, yeah, I don't want to get a loan for something I'm not going to immediately use. And it wasn't a lot of money. Um, and then he talked me into – he was like, dude, just go apply because, like, let's say you get the loan and let's say it's super high interest, like 10%. Pay it off in six months instead of 10 years or whatever they're going to try to do it on and you're not going to pay that much in interest. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that's a valid point. Cool. I'll go across the street to the fucking place he recommended to the lady. He, he like, set up an appointment for this lady that he gets a kickback if she gives a loan. Mm -hmm. She fucking hated me. <laughs> she was like, this little cash-only fucking tattooed-ass twerp with fucking tattoos and shit – so a couple of weeks later, I got my first rejection letter from anybody for anything ever. And they said they would not loan me $22,000 when, like, I have a bunch of assets. My credit score at the time was about 825. I was like, this is bullshit. So what I did is I took that letter and I put it in a gallon bag. And then I worked my balls off every fucking day. I worked extra. Like, I stayed late. I did twice as many tattoos as I normally do. Uh, I went in on my day off a few times and then not too long after that, I texted the guy and I was like, Hey, you still got that lot for sale? Uh, cause I have a bag of cash for you. <laughs> and I just like, it was, I literally, I think it was a metaphor thing in my head, but I was burying the rejection letter in cash mm -hmm. act physically actually doing that. Um, so I couldn't see the letter anymore. And once it was gone and it's just filled with twenties and hundreds, I was like, okay, cool. I saved up 22 grand. It's a great number. Uh, taxes didn't look that great that year though. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I hustled a little too hard that time. But, um, yeah, it was, I like, I, stuff like that I think is necessary. Like that weird, like, oh fuck, these motherfuckers said no. All right, fuck you. I'll show you. Like, yeah, it's like that, the biggest fuck you. That's yeah. what I need. Yeah. And if I, I didn't have that, I would have probably saved it up in six months and still have the fucking land, but yeah. it's not near as fun to tell later. Yeah. Also, like I went to Italy while we were doing the <laughs> while we were doing the paperwork on the place. <laughs> so he was like, All right, so how long are you gonna be gone? And I was like, I'll text you when I get back. So I text him and I go, All right, I'm in the States again and then he like now he gets tattooed by me and he told his girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, like he was like, So you remember the crazy guy I told you about? The like he got mad at the bank, so he just stacked a bunch of money and then he came in and tried to pay actual cash and we told him what a cashier's check was because he's hood. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is the greatest introduction ever. Uh, apparently, I'm a thug. I don't know. That's awesome, though. You know? Yeah, it was That's a great a time. very thuggish type thing. Like, it was a very thuggish thing. Yeah. Here. Like, yeah. Take, take but no, it. I had to go to the bank. So they said, no, you can't actually pay cash for anything anymore. Like, cash is stupid. And I was like, fuck. no, fuck you. Cash is great. So I had to go to my bank that I've been, at the time, banking with for like fucking five years. And then get a cashier's check. And they told me, after taking my money that they're going to hold it for 10 days. I was like, but it's cash. It's not a check. You don't have to hold fucking 
cash. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to clear because it's cash. It's right here. And they were like, no, 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 we need 10 days for it to clear. And I was like, can I get my money back? And they were like, no, it doesn't work that way, sir. We've already done everything. Like, you're going to get the check in 10 days. And I was like, damn. Man, they did that because the bank has to get some type of interest off of that. I don't know. Maybe. But my thing was I had to fill out all this paperwork for the IRS and all this shit. And I was like, I can't just... Say, I mean, I made it. You guys, it's a business account. You know, I have a fucking business. Like, I can't just put it in there and then write a check. And they're like, nah. Yeah, you can't just, they just, you can't. (laughs) So, guess who doesn't fucking bank there anymore? Uh, I got a better bank. I mean, technically, I bank there. I have two accounts there, but that's just like where my deposits go. Yeah. Um, And I haven't been to that bank in person at all. And I leave just enough money in it that they're not making anything because they can suck my nuts. Fuck those fools. <laughs> like, if it gets too high, I'll go buy something on the credit card and make a credit card payment to get the money out of the bank just because nice. they can suck my nuts. Like anyway, that. next thing. Fuck the Is intelligence or wisdom more useful? More useful? Uh, okay, let's go over definitions. That's a hard way. So intelligence, I would say, is your ability to learn mm-hmm. and... Your ability to gain wisdom. Wisdom's time and experience based. And then intelligence is just, okay. I would say intelligence is way more important. Because if I know how things have happened in the past, that might not help me because I couldn't have predicted fucking COVID. Mm -hmm. So the wisest man ever would not know to prepare for COVID. He would just know to prepare in general. And he wouldn't have fucking masks. He would have Lysol though. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) like he'd be halfway there. Both are great. I think intelligence is probably better than wisdom. But I don't know. What do you think? I think wisdom. Oh, man. Here we go. Why? Um, I think street smarts is worth more than actual intelligence in certain situations. Well, street smarts is going to come from experience and be a form of wisdom, mm-hmm. I guess. But, like, without the intelligence, you'll just forget to to keep track of these fucking experiences and use them correctly, and you'll keep repeating the same mistakes. I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, I agree. So we both agree that <laughs> both are equally important, but one might be. Like, I would agree street, street smarts are more important than, like, book smart. Yeah. But with like I've met some motherfuckers that have lived a lot of life that mm-hmm. have not learned anything from all this shit. Like, okay, I, man, it's hard to not just name names and call somebody stupid as fuck. You know some stupid motherfuckers too. We'll just yeah. say we both know some stupid motherfuckers. But usually stupid motherfuckers don't gain wisdom ever. So you really couldn't become wise without already being somewhat intelligent. So I have a problem with both. I don't like that question. (laughs) Let's move on. I don't like that question. I'm too stupid for that question. What do you contribute back to society? What do I personally contribute back to society? (sighs) I create very solid, respectful children that will go on (laughs) and do great things. I got a fucking genius. I got a bad motherfucker. And I got a expert negotiator that's kind of a dick. She's a cute little four year old. <laughs> She'll be like, "Hey, can you come? Uh, can you come put my shoes on? No, you come to me. But I'm right here. I know. So come to me. This will last 15 minutes. And I go, you know what? You win. I'll put your motherfucking shoes on. I just wanted you to walk 13 fucking feet because I was in a bean bag. But yeah. it's cool. But she wins every negotiation. So I got an expert negotiator that will go on to fucking Supreme Court or some shit." And rule the world. Uh, I got Asher, who's just a bad motherfucker. He's like the next Jocko Willink or some shit. Uh, <laughs> and then I got Brylin, who's just a genius, and she's a bad motherfucker. She's, it's kind of scary. I don't like it. I wish she was just one. 
Uh, but she can't do a push-up, so that's cool. <laughs> she she's, can't she's, do a push-up. So I have a really fucked up shoulder, yeah. and I've been doing push-ups ever since I bitched out at a surfing lesson. I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> I can't, I, like, so I was just like, I'm just going to start with 10 a day. I know that sounds like to a person like you, it's like, why the fuck even do 10 a day? 10 a day is better than none a day. Yeah. So I'm doing 10 a day right now, and I figure I'll probably, you know, in a couple months, hopefully it's like 80. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need it to be a lot. I'm not trying yeah. to get jacked. Um. But she watches me do push-ups. She goes, those aren't push-ups because I started with girl push-ups because my shoulder's a piece of shit. Yeah. It pops out from – and I did a regular push-up to prove I can do one today. But, like, my shoulder, you can see it and hear it moving. Yeah, most <laughs> it's definitely. not good. That's not good. <laughs> so I'm trying to build up the muscles around it before mm-hmm. I start going hard. Anyway, her idea of a push-up is something I can do without arms. Like, I literally did it without arms. She gets on her knees and she bows. She just bows down. Uh, and she, her arms are touching the ground when she, she's like, you know, does the the motion, but she's just bowing. So I literally put my hands behind my back and did more push-ups than her, just using my abs, like as it's almost like a reverse crunch. Yeah. Like, I was like, how is that a push-up? And she's talking shit. I'm like, you can't talk shit. That's man. what you need, though. Oh, shit talkers. Oh, I know. I, I created this. <laughs> I love it. I'm not complaining at all. I think everybody needs somebody talking shit in their life, at least yeah, one. Like, honest. well, you're a barber. You know. <laughs> Man, you don't even know. <laughs> I think I have a general We got idea. one student, man. We be going in on him all the time. We're trying to get him laid, you know? Yeah, he needs it. And, you know, he was entertaining this girl, and, you know, he went and cowboyed up. You know, he's a light-skinned dude. Normally, you know, what he wears is, you know, normal thug attire. Right. Thug attire, light-skinned dude, trying to fuck. He goes and buys a cowboy hat, some stranglers, and a button-up shirt and some boots. Why? Trying to impress a girl. Who's the girl? Is she at the rodeo? They went to the rodeo together. Oh, they really did? Okay. Yeah, they did. I'm listening then. So, you know, we're talking. Like <laughs> we're talking. We're talking. And I was like, man, I was like, you know, I hope you get it, this and that. Gets back the next day. I was like, yo, so how'd it go? He's like, we're good. <laughs> good like you got her good, a Dr. Like, Pepper what? good? Like, or good like. You know, <laughs> what's the deal? And he's like, I was like, did you did you guys do anything? He's like, no. It's still good. It's a good date. It's I was fine. like, okay. I don't have you, to fuck all the time. I was like, did you get a kiss or something? He's like, yeah, we kissed once. I was like, okay. Did he mention that it was on the cheek yet? <laughs> and that's what we asked him. I was like, is it on the cheek, on the forehead? Where was it? Like, it was just like that friend thing. Like, he's like, oh, no, it was on the lips. I was like, and she didn't ask for more. Like, could you tell <laughs> she liked it? <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? So she starts texting him saying, because she's up in college and, you know, saying that he should come and visit her. I was like, dude, oh, okay. yeah. she wants you. Go up there. And he's like, well, I don't know, man. He's like, oh, never mind. She's coming down here. I was like, okay, so what are y'all going to do? You know, are you, are you going to kiss her? What do you, like, does your dad have a, does your dad have an issue with you bringing her home? He's like, no. I was like, you, you drive a Cadillac. Oh, shit. Light-skinned dude with a Cadillac. You're not using it to your fucking advantage right now. I'm really pissed the fuck off. A light skinned dude with a Cadillac sounds great right now. Like I'm starting to turn a little gay myself. So I don't know. I don't know how he hasn't succeeded. So you know, one thing leads to the next, and then the Monday, probably two weeks after that, you know, he's like in the chair and he's just sad. So what happened, dude? Oh nothing. And you know, we're trying to help him work on his look and all that stuff, whatever. Because you know, we told him I was like, dude, you look like a mini Drake. We just need to got to work on your freaking look. I want to do a podcast with this guy. <laughs> so I was like, let's go get your ears pierced. And he's like, I don't got the fucking money for it. And I was like, you got a Cadillac, bitch. I was like, first of all, watch who you're fucking talking to. <laughs> Second of all, I offered, so I would have taken you and got it. But now you can go fuck off. I was like, I don't know what the hell your issue is. You can get your freaking panties out of a wad. 
and just realize that there's pussy in abundance out there in the fucking world and stop <laughs> fucking it up. Next time, get the earpiece. We'll fucking talk you through. <laughs> Dude, that's like go like straight impractical jokers on him with the little thing and be like, all right. Now tell her that that her hair looks great, but it looked way better if it was hiding your dick. I legit grabbed a mannequin <laughs> and I told him I was like, "This is how you grab her when you're oh, trying to no. fucking kiss her," you know. And my instructor was like, and she goes, "Uh, you're in," and I was like, "What the fuck just happened? <laughs> what just happened?" That's great. <laughs> uh, one time there was it. So when you the this is how you grab her thing. Uh, we had a guy here that he was trying to grasp how to uh, same situation basically. Uh-huh. And Rando, who is like the nicest motherfucker ever, he's like, "All right, so I'm gonna level with you." Everybody thinks I'm nice, right? Uh, sometimes back in the day, I had to be a dick. Girls really like it when like don't be rapey or anything, but they like a little bit of aggressive. Mm-hmm. So you can like grab them, but make sure they like it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, how do I know?" And he's like, "Actually, you know what? Never mind." <laughs> he's like, "I don't like the fucking guidance I'm trying to give you because you can't." There's like a thing. Some people don't have it. They can't tell what's it's like I told okay. Him, I was like, if you grab her by the fucking neck, I was like, grab her firm enough. I was like, that you know, she knows you're in control, but at the same time, that you know, she could she, get away. It's you not know, like you're. But at the yeah. same time, you know, you, she doesn't feel like you're about to fucking kill her. You know, what yes, I'm saying? like very important. And no murder. Just, I was like, make sure you get the little trigger points right here. So you know, then I was like, damn, dude. I was like, fuck, you're 21 years old. Like, if you only knew what I was doing at 21. <laughs> <laughs> like, shouldn't your dad with the Cadillac money be talking to you through this shit? And I told him, I was like, you know, your dad doesn't talk to you. Well, he has women in and out of the house. I was like. <laughs> so here's probably what's happened. This guy probably doesn't even know, but he's probably bought like five or six girls home to dad. Dad fucked them all. <laughs> They're probably like 20, I told him, I was, you know what, 20 man? years old. Just, you know, piggyback off your dad. You yeah. see him walking out, just pick it up. My turn. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could do it like, hey, uh, you guys got daughters that are about 20, 21? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, there's some old ladies that are weird, not old, like old enough to be my mom, but not old, old, that are trying to hook everybody up with their daughters. And they want them to fuck. They don't even want them. To, it's not like, like in my head, it's like you go, okay, I would love for my daughter to meet somebody that takes good care of her and is very nice to her and treats her with respect. That's all I want, though. I don't. I don't like to think about the other things that might come with that at some point. And I told him I was like, you, you, I was like, I feel like you're very, very timid. I was like, you know what? I was like, you need to go on Tinder. I was like, set that age range to thirty-five to fifty. Yeah, find break you it in. To just fucking just yeah, get it. Blow They'll your brains you. out. Yeah, they know what they want. <laughs> They'll learn a little bit, and you're good. Just get that nut off, man. You look stressed. <laughs> You're going to get the first one out, and then they're going to make you stay and get the second one out. <laughs> they'll be like, hey, there's some Capri Suns in there. I'm going to watch fucking Desperate Housewives or whatever fuck middle-aged yeah. ladies watch. And you go chill in the living room and come back when that dick's ready again. They're going to do that. <laughs> but it's going to be okay. And they got all the snacks. Dude. All the fucking snacks. Middle-aged women got snacks. Yeah. I got them. This is the only problem with being married at my age is, like, I'm about to run out of the, the like, where it would still be cool to fuck a 50-year-old. Like, pretty soon, I'll be almost 50. And it's like, oh, cool. Uh, is, is, then you'll have the same. 20-year-olds that are like, oh, you're 50. Dude, my old boss, it was fucking insane. Through 19 to 25, every fucking day, girls would come in and be like, what's the deal with your boss? And I'm like, I mean, he's like fucking 60 and he's married <laughs> and he's a dirty old biker. And they're like, like how married? Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh like, my god, happily married you guys are disgusting. Married. And then I had to be honest to like, that's I mean, a typical like lot question. Could, you though. could probably this was Wichita Falls. Oh, okay. but I, I, like the it's the same thing. But <laughs> I mean, I didn't like telling people, but you could probably like if you're a decent looking and you you could probably 
you know, he wasn't exactly stuck on that whole marriage thing. Mm -hmm. And now he's not married to that lady anymore. So, but I did give her credit in my last episode for being part of why I started my career when I did, because she told me to grow some balls. And I was like, (laughs) it at least cut off a week. Like I was going to quit my job job, like within a few weeks of that time. And she was like, okay, just grow some balls and do it now. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. You're right. You can't pronounce Caesar salad at all, but you're right. It's, I'll quit my fucking job. And I did. And that's great. And I thank her every couple weeks ago. Thank you, Lisa. Even though you can't pronounce Caesar salad and you think all sub sandwiches came from Subway. You're great. And you, your tits cost like $17,000. Uh, they were very expensive breast that uh, Gerald paid for. Anyway, uh, let's get another one out. Let's get off of this. And how are we going to, while you look, I'm sorry, how are we going to get this fellow laid? I feel like we could have him on the podcast and get some bitches from the podcast and some bitches from your snap. That's and some the thing, though. I already had women, they're like, hey, send in my picture. And they're like in the 35 to 40 range and send in my picture. You know, I'd do it. But he's more about the looks. I'm like, look, man, it's called brown bagging. Just brown bagging the time. Well, <laughs> also, I think beggars can't be choosers is a real thing. Yeah. Like, like there's a point where... See, he you, said no to one, and one of them was like, well, he just missed out on the best blowjob of his life. Yeah. I was like, what you say about blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> Ugly bitches be trying, though. They try harder. Exactly. I've heard, and I haven't experienced this myself, but I've heard that with heavier, the the more weight, the more, <laughs> the more weight will be behind the blowjob somehow. I don't understand... Somebody said it's because they eat a lot. I don't think that has it. I think it's just they feel like they got to earn it. So they got to inhale the food. Maybe that's what it is. They're inhaling they give you the fucking that, hot you know, dogs. Twist, twist, Garcock 3000. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't need a Garcock 3000. That sounds scary. That sounds like a garbage disposal. I don't like that. Anyway, let's get to it. <laughs> we have like 200 questions. We're on like five. Oh, man. What is the biggest waste of human potential? Everybody under the age of 23 that I've met in the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for real okay <laughs> dude i don't even know how to answer that question because everybody that i know is they have substantially more potential than they're like okay you got out of the military and you were like all right i'm gonna enjoy this for a little while and you mm-hmm. took your little break and explored and figured out and then when the barber thing clicked you're fucking in it yeah like you're like planning out how like you know you don't want to immediately open a business like 10 seconds after getting out mm-hmm. of school or that last time i checked but you know eventually what you want to do you have plans, you know about what you're going to make, you're putting actual effort into it, you're trying. That's very rare. Mm-hmm. Most people that I tattoo, they're closer to that than doing nothing. But I've talked to a lot of people who are like, yeah, man, I think I'm going to start that next month. And I'm like, does it cost money? No. What do you do tomorrow? I got no plans. Start tomorrow. No, I think I'm going to wait till next month. I'll see them two years later. They're still going to start it next month. I got a client that's a DJ that's never been paid for a gig ever, and he doesn't follow any – I'm not saying you have to follow him on Instagram, but he told me he doesn't follow other DJs on Instagram or look at their work because he gets jealous, so he just doesn't. And I was like, you know what? Jealousy's good, dude. Just, like, fucking follow all of them and get mad about all the shit they have and turn into Steve Aoki next week. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I mean, see, you know, in, in, in the bar ring world, you know, you have to humble yourself. Yeah. You have to, you know. It's like tattooing. Yeah. I mean, I, I go, I mean, I, I don't know how many barbers I freaking follow. I think the last 200 people that I've followed are all barbers or cosmetologists yeah. or something having to do with hair because I like their techniques, you know. And sometimes I steal some of their techniques or whatever. And, you know, I kind of practice it on my own. 
<clears throat> and like then you, you said, go, oh, hold up, there's more to this than yeah, it looks like every time. Yeah, that's how tattooing I mean, is. I mean, it's just like one. There's a, there's there's one. Is a his name is Vic Blends, uh, Vic the Barber. He's the one that got picked for the NBA bubble. He's 21 years old. Holy shit. 21 years old. The dude's cold with everything, you know. And, and, and you would never expect it because he's like this little dorky looking white boy, you know, got a couple yeah. of tattoos, and it's like. So, so it's like the logic of uh yeah like how logic is to rap and he has this whole like um web seminar thing that he does and then you pay for his course it's 19 dollars a month whatever and he's teaching you different techniques mm-hmm. and he's also he's also teaching you the, t- uh, the tricks of the, the trade as it's developing because like barbering probably like right. tattooing it continues to develop there's different yeah. techniques that come out i follow the dude i bought the thing i was like you know what i don't give a crap yeah. 21 years old i'm 28 I'm, right <laughs> dude same with people in fucking russia like, my biggest thing is following or finding out about people that are 18, 19, 20 years old, been tattooed six months that are better than me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it hurts your feelings because <laughs> you work so hard to get to where you're at. But you're like, all right, if he can do it in that amount of months, then in that amount of months, I can get that much better to where I can reach that level. Yeah. Because he's just a person, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, that whole, like, putting people up on a pedestal and comparing yourself and shit, like, we're all people. Like, mm-hmm. there, somebody's going to be naturally better at it. Somebody's going to have more work ethic. Somebody's going to have more time, whatever. But, like, you can get really good at anything. And I feel like here, for those that don't know, we're in Lawton, Oklahoma. Lawton, Oklahoma. People fall into that little good spiral. No, they find <laughs> that, that, that no, spiral where they're just so comfortable yeah. in what they're doing. And then at the same time, they're scared to actually go out and do better for themselves because they're scared of the, you know, what, what people are going to say. Yeah. The backlash. Well, I, I have a thing like I'm not scared to become wealthy, but mm-hmm. I'm not interested in it. And I have to at least once every six months eat a really strong edible and make sure that's me not being scared of some, like, you know, the work or whatever. And like I just see people get really distracted by large amounts of money and trying and like con- I just like I, I have enough monetarily right now that I'm like, OK. I'm able to add to my savings account. I get to do what I want to do. My kids are happy. I have an okay house. Mm-hmm. We're cool. Every now and then I think that like that's me going, man, I was just like that sounds scary. And then uh, recently we had a guest artist that her husband's in NFL. So obviously he's not exactly poor. Uh, and he was giving me a little bit of advice that I would say is good. We were talking about money stuff. And I was like, I just really never like – like having 10 million in the bank sounds great, but 20 million doesn't. Like mm-hmm. there's just like a thing in my head. It just doesn't sound like 1 million. I'd be cool because the interest is probably what I need to live per year. And he was like, well, why don't you just reach higher? And I was like, because I'm reaching higher with art. I'm reaching higher with a podcast. I'm reaching higher with parenting. Like I really don't. I don't know if it's fear or if it's me actually being like prioritizing it, but I have mm-hmm. to eat a lot of weed to check. Yeah. You know, like how you're like, <laughs> all right. No, that's so what I believe and it could be a trick I'm playing on myself, is that I really do think, like, so far my job's taken a lot away from my time with my kids. So now yep. I figured out four days a week's perfect. I don't think I could make millions of dollars without working more and still tattoo and still do all the things I do. Mm-hmm. I do have, like, an hour of time that I'm not using per day. Like, I'll either watch TV or or I'll roll a couple blunts or something. But an hour's about the longest I ever have to kill. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to fuck around and do weird shit. But people do the same thing with everything, and they'll go, like, I'm like, uh, man, I know a guy. He wants to be a tattoo artist. He won't draw. I'm like, damn, that's pretty fucking hard to, <laughs> like, drawing? So I have two people that have talked to me about an apprenticeship recently. And one of them, he just – he legitimately didn't believe in himself. He was mm-hmm. like, man, I've just never drawn before. I, I don't, like f- – I, 
I've like tried. I never felt like I was good at drawing. And I was like, I wasn't either when I was seven. So start. <laughs> and I mean, that's really that was actually my answer though. When I was, I started drawing when I was about seven. And I was fucking terrible until I was probably fifteen. And I still wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And I was still working every day at it, every fucking day drawing, doing terrible drawings. So I just told them like, hey, right now you got the technology of like you got YouTube, iPads, fucking good pencils, good paper that I had. I mm-hmm. like, but you can buy all these things. You have a good job. And I just told them like, get your, get an iPad, Procreate, yep, <laughs> trace over and over the same shit. If you get bored with it, I like to get bored with shit. But I gave him like instructions on what to do, and he started doing it. And he's never drawn in his life. He has no reason to think he could draw. Somebody close to him told him there's no way you could ever be a tattoo artist, and he was like, "Fuck that shit." He's drawing. He's doing pretty good. And I was like, "All right, he's nowhere near like apprenticeship ready, but he's getting there." Mm-hmm. There's another guy that's been drawing his whole life, can draw decent. And he'll draw like one thing a month and then he wants to already have the equipment and already be doing tattoos without first just getting an apprenticeship. Yeah. And I'm like, why you want, like, I'm not saying don't skip the steps because if you can just learn to tattoo on your own, as long as you do it safely, I don't give a fuck. But there's a lot of this weird shit people do where they're like, I don't want to actually do the work, but I want the reward. Yep. And I think that all goes, I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point, but it all goes into like that whole bullshit, like, lying to yourself, lack of potential, like wasting your potential thing. Like I personally, like, I think I'm going to become a professional rapper soon just to prove that you can do all kinds of dumb shit. Yeah. I'm a terrible rapper, (laughs) (laughs) but like I got auto tune and I can make a dope beat. Have have you, have you heard some of the raps? That's why I think I can be a successful rapper. I'm joking right now, but if you hear about a guy named Souvenir in about about three years, (laughs) fucking dropping fire on these bitches. That's me. I got that hour a day and I used it. But I mean, okay. I would say like legitimately, if I really wanted my career to be a rapper, I'd be like, what are the chances? Like everybody's gonna think I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. Everybody's gonna think I'm wasting my time. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck those people. It's not like, their time. It's yeah, there's time. this guy I follow on Snapchat, and I don't know, like, we, I don't know if he's, I think he's around Lawton, I'm guessing, but either I added him off of the recommended thing that pops up, or he, I, I have no idea. But he raps, he does really good beats. I personally don't dig his rap style or his music style or his scene or whatever you call it, but he has a lot of people talking shit, and he still does it, and I respect that, and I think that's cool. Like, because eventually he'll get good or he's already good and I just don't know it. It's just like, uh, what's his name? That one kid that came out of prison. Was it Takashi 6 Takashi 6 People talk so much shit about that guy. And what he's he making it. He's just making money. <laughs> and he's, he's doing, doing good. It. He's actually paying people to roast him on social media. I didn't know that. Yeah, that just I don't know came out. About him. <laughs> he's paying people to roast him on social media. He's got so media, much money. He fires back on him, makes him look stupid. It gets more hits and then it gets all these other people that hate him like into yeah. it. Yeah. So now he's getting paid by all his social well, media. If you look at it, uh, just your Snapchat feed, like the shit that pops up, I don't know how that's controlled, and I don't know if that's the same for everybody, but I see his fucking face on there every day. Yeah, it's probably like, like the top two. Yeah, yeah. I never try to look at it. I don't go. I don't. I haven't Googled Takashi Six Nine except like twice to prove to somebody that there's really a guy with rainbow everything and sixty nine tattooed sixty nine times or whatever. But a lot of older clients I have, they're like, there's no way. And I'm like, nah, Google this shit. <laughs> like, yeah. This motherfucker's got a rainbow grill. He may be a child molester. I have no fucking idea. He, yeah, he is. <laughs> okay, see, that's the – and yet he's somehow fucking not in prison because he's a super snitch. Do I understand that yeah. part correctly? Okay. I'm really well, surprised. No, like, so what kind of security his, does he have? He did his time, but he ended up getting released early because of COVID because he has asthma. 
I have asthma. They didn't let me out. Yeah, he has asthma. Oh, wait, I wasn't so in prison. Yeah, they good. let him out of prison early because he has asthma. Huh. So now he's back out. You know, he, he has a little freaking wristlet or whatever. I mean, his little ankle. Yeah. But but as a rapper now, especially in the lockdown, like it's not like you can do live shows anyway. Mm-hmm. He has his whole career back. You can do everything virtually right now. Like, I still think live shows are where it's at, and I can't wait till we can get back to yeah, that. I mean, he's but... gotten so big that, um, who is it, Paramount or whoever, the, whoever runs, you know, the billboards or whatever, they... Were, pay, were actually giving out free autographed CDs of certain artists so that he couldn't make it number one on their charts. Are you serious? Yeah. He's doing so well they had to give away records. Like, they they, they write artists, it off as a sold. Yeah. Satisfying. Holy shit. Just to get him where he wasn't number one. And it was crazy because he even put it on the Snapchat. I got more views, more hits, but how yeah. are they number one and number two? Is his music actually decent? Mm, he has like one or two that I'm like, okay, that's I th- cool. I think I've heard some of it. Is he the guy that's kind of like, uh, almost makes you think of like Insane Clown Posse? Like he kind of mm-hmm. yells. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I'm going to listen to some of his shit now. I just, I have a thing, like when I find out somebody's a fucking chomo, I don't really want to like click anything because I know they get a penny. I'm like, I don't want him getting my fucking yeah, three cents. I don't. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like no chomos, man. Yeah. But seeing what he's doing, I'm like, man, this guy is just taking advantage of yeah. every. Like, if people just stop paying attention to him, I'm pretty sure his world would end. Yeah. But it, it people it, are so into him and want to be in his business. I mean, we're talking about him right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude. <laughs> right. That's. Do you remember when Soldier Boy had, okay, obviously he only had one song. Everybody actually gave a fuck about the- Cranked it. Cranked that one. And then a few years later, he was completely irrelevant. Nobody talked about him. And he put out a song where he said, fuck the army troops in it. Mm-hmm. And everybody lost their shit. Yeah. I use that as an example all the fucking time. Of he didn't give a fuck about anything to do with politics, the army, the war. He knew if he said that, people would get upset. Somebody that works with him said, hey, here's what you do. Same with like Ben Shapiro talking about the WAP song. Mm -hmm. Everybody yesterday, I watched the video of Ben Shapiro twice now. (laughs) Everybody yesterday was like talking shit like, oh, he thinks that they have bacterial vaginosis. They're like, no, he doesn't actually think that, guys. Like, I agree this is a stupid fucking video. <laughs> I also agree with half the shit he's saying because it's a stupid fucking song. Yeah. But it's catchy, and I do love me some WAP. But. It's so funny, though. There was a meme out there that said, you know, all that WAP did was get Cardi B uh, cheated on and Megan the Stallion shot at, so keep on following if you want to. <laughs> oh, so that was another question. The two, Have you seen the music video? Yeah. Okay. Are there two different people? Is it? It's Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, and then uh, the Cardi- uh, what's her name? The Jenner daughter yeah. comes out in there too. Okay, so the two rappers in the hallway at the beginning of it are two separate people. Yes, I thought both of them were Cardi B. No, like they sound Meg different. Meg Thee Stallion is like five foot nine. They and look Cardi exactly B-ish. the same in the video. It's called makeup because Meg Thee Stallion's ugly. <laughs> well, they all have the same makeup, so I can't tell. But they got that wop. <laughs> but when he when she says what does she say about park that big mac truck in this little garage yeah and then she says i want you to touch that <laughs> okay i've never heard a rap song that i thought it worked in the song where somebody said something this like shitty of a description that little dangly thing that hang in the back of my throat <laughs> i was like what <laughs> also if your dick's not even reaching the dangly thing back there that's not much dick no. like i was like i thought we were talking about fucking these girls are getting some monsters there's a surf instructor out in fucking uh carolina beach north carolina he'll fucking give it to you deep miss b uh <laughs> he had a fucking monster hog in his little tiny like baywatch shorts and i got to do the thing where i'm on the beach and he's telling us all what to do and we pop up and i looked up twice and i was like oh it looked at me again like <laughs> it's fucked up dude but it was like that Gatorade bottle. Like soft, fresh out of cold water, size of the Gatorade bottle. I shit you not. 
Can you imagine having a Gatorade bottle soft? Dude, so and these aren't the little take home. That's not the shit I give away at the shop. That's the that's the twenty ounces. That was right deployed, man. See, <laughs> that's twenty ounces. When I was deployed, we had this captain that was coming to replace us, and <laughs> it was so funny because they kept on saying that he had been in porn, and I was like, that guy cannot be in porn. He's fucking hideous, you know. <laughs> he, had that, he had that English accent, had the yellow teeth like him too, oh, and no. I was like. This guy's disgusting. You know, he had like a huge mole like on his cheek. I was like, there's no way this guy's a porn star. They're like, he's a porn star and there's a reason why. <laughs> they didn't say anything of it. So finally one man still comes to me, he's like, he's a porn star, he's got, he's got a big dick. And I was like, no fuck he doesn't. Oh, whatever, man. So he comes off of one of the missions and he he tore his pants. So of course, you know, he's coming off the mission. He walks into the talk and like, you know, stepping on the <laughs> stairs with her. I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Goes and stands next to one of the NCOs and says, man, motherfucker, get that fucking monster away from me. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, is it not normally that large for everybody? And I just <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was normal. That's fucking great. I was like, oh, no wonder. You piece of shit. You got a summer sausage in your fucking pants. See, that's the thing. We all get mad at people with big dicks, but they don't have to work on how to use them because they think that they get this big dick confidence. Mm -hmm. You got to, if you have a medium dick, and you work like you got a mini dick, it's better. Yeah. A, a, a medium to large. Like, put it in like a, a drink size thing. You know how they got the 44? The, mm -hmm. It's never called a large. It's like an extra large or a mm -hmm. super or big or whopper or whatever the fuck. You want the 32. Yeah. A 32 is cool. But if you got like a 20 ounce that you're fucking driving it like it's a 32, it might be, you mm. know, you might throw some momentum through there. You just don't yeah. want the little 16. You don't want that little. I mean. That I'll say dude. this because I've I've been with some women that are shallow and they they do not like it. When I'll, it's big. I'll I'll text your list real quick. Hold up. <laughs> All right, I got six people that said yeah, it's big. Uh, let's get to another one other thing. Oh man, let's see. Did that one? Hmm. I don't like that one. That's a little odd. <clears throat> That one got cut short. <laughs> My bad. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of printing. I thought it was going to be like two pages. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, just drag it all over the mic. People love that. <laughs> Somebody that's in of those, what, what's the videos where they crunch and shit and it's gross? Oh. There's um, three letters. I don't know what they stand for. It's like TSM or something. Why do people expect a universe full of randomness to be fair? That's a good question. I'm going to assume it has to do with their upbringing and people doing what I do wrong all the time that I admittedly know I'm doing wrong where I try to make sure my kids get treated fairly. Yeah. Because that's giving them unrealistic, like way unrealistic expectations. So like let's say uh, I go, okay, yesterday we were at Target and I went and got myself a drink and Brylan asked if – like I took Brylan with me and the other kids went with Brandy and she asked if she could get a drink if she got her brother and sister cake pops. So that's a good sign. She goes, I want a drink. Daddy's going to say no unless we get everybody everything. So it's taught her to share, mm -hmm. but there's like a limit to that. So if I take her out one-on-one -on -one for dinner, usually I immediately try to take Asher out and take Mila out. But now I go like I'll take her out and then I'll wait two weeks and I'll take Asher out. And that way they're not registering that I was doing it out of fairness because mm -hmm. I want to feel like I was fair to them. I don't want to feel like anybody's getting special treatment. But I also don't want them to expect fairness because I know it's a fucking terrible expectation. I still expect fairness, and that's stupid as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, if you 
if you're an asshole, you get treated better in life in general, especially mm-hmm. in business. I don't like that. I don't want them to know that yet. But yeah. I know eventually, like, there's, I don't know. Well, because it, it's the way you're in, raised in, in the thing. business world, being an asshole, I, I think it's more you're not afraid to ask for what you want. Right. And, you know, when you're timid and you're scared to ask for shit, you know, you're probably going to get passed over. Yeah. Well, there's you know. there's a huge difference in like, okay, uh, there's a shop in town that's the only shop that's in a really nice building. Mm-hmm. And it's because the owner is, I mean, he's not always an asshole, but he knows when to be an asshole. He's mm-hmm. a good businessman. He knows he can go into the city building and say, hey, I want this shit rezoned now. Yeah. And they go, all right, we'll put it up at the next meeting. He goes, no, 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 I'm, I'm at the next meeting. When's the next meeting? I'll be there. Yeah. And he shows up at the meeting. He goes, hey, this is stupid. I have a fucking legit business. I pay my taxes. It's a tattoo shop. Tattoo shops aren't what they used to be. I'm wearing a fucking suit. I'm not a fucking criminal. I'm in here doing my shit. You guys need to treat me with the same respect as you treat fucking liquor store owners and let this be rezoned. And then everybody goes, oh, shit, you're right. Where I wouldn't go to that meeting because I go, you know what? I'll fucking fight the odds. Fuck this shit. I don't Mm -hmm. like the way Lawton treats tattoo shops. Fuck Lawton. I'm going to figure out ways around it. He figures out ways through it Mm -hmm. where I figure out ways around it. Yeah. So – in that aspect, and personally, in my opinion, that aspect alone, he's definitely a better businessman. Mm-hmm. When it comes to how you treat your coworkers or employees or whatever, yeah. I think I think I do better. Yeah. But there's certain areas where kindness is not helpful. Yeah. And where being timid is not helpful and being passive is not helpful. And that's one of them. Like, there's a reason all the rest of us are zoned the way. It's, it's C5 or industrial. It's bullshit. It's hard to get into anything that's not ugly mm-hmm. with C5 or industrial. So this is one of the best buildings I could get that was owned C5. Yeah. This isn't the nicest part of town. This isn't like uppity. <laughs> you know, it's decent. It looks okay from the outside. But right across the streets, fucking boarded up motels and murder victims. Yeah. Like, and that's, this is one of the better spots for him. <laughs> like, it's so weird. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, I mean, I have two shops in a lot. And I should have, on the second one, I should have considered the option of just being an asshole because I had time. It's not like yeah. I needed, to, like, I could have opened it a year later. It wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have considered trying to buy a building to combine the two to where mm-hmm. we have like downstairs as walk-ins and upstairs people enter through the back yeah. and you have to have an appointment to get upstairs. And then we still have a desk that's downstairs. Like, so you pretty much running everything. Inside. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the desk, the walk-in thing still exists. And then the separate, it's like a one shop license, one blanket thing, which is easier and costs less money. But if I do that, I'm going to build the building, mm-hmm. which is going to cost a lot of money. And require a lot of fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to. But if I do, it'll be like five years. It's not going to be next week. But I think people, it's an entitlement thing. I, I don't know. For some <laughs> reason, people feel entitled. You know, for example, and I ran into this t- today, you know. Um, what was it? Two weeks ago? A week ago? My pops passed away, right? So I've just been kind of like, I kind of took myself out of the world. You know, I, yeah. I will contact, you know, certain people here and there. And there was a person that I was consistently, you know, sending messages, you know, every day, like, hey, you know, hope you're doing great, this and that. You know, they were going through a rough time. Yeah. Now it's my turn to, like, hey, let me take a step back. I haven't really sent a message, you know, I haven't really been on Facebook commenting on stuff yeah. or whatever. Now they're talking shit. Oh, he's not going to be here for me anymore, this and that. Like, what are you talking about, man? Right. Like, I've been here the whole time. You were, like, I need you now. Let's yeah. Do but, a train. No, yeah. But <laughs> I've, I've learned to accept that. Yeah. You know, because people are just not. No, that, that's that's right. <laughs> You're totally correct. So, but the thing is, like with the with the business locations thing and like different ways of doing things, I've never felt entitled to anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to go fucking get it. Yeah. Where 
the guy that I said I think is a better businessman in that aspect. His dad's rich as fuck. Yeah. His dad also made him the first licensed person in Oklahoma uh, because his dad was running the department at the time. So, uh-huh. like, he could – I mean, not to say he didn't earn his license or get it the correct way. I don't know the details, but, like, I'm sure somebody would have applied first or yeah. been – like, it helps. That doesn't take anything away from his career as a tattooer or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, if I were him in that situation, uh, I would just apply like everybody else and try to pretend yeah. I didn't know the guy that ran the thing. Because, I mean, when you hear it, it's like, okay, let's – I get free snow cones. My dad is a snow cone truck. Yeah. Not a big deal. But let's say my dad owned a realty company and I could pick what house I want to rent and I don't pay the rent. And he owns a bunch of fucking shit out in Pecan Valley and I have like a five-bedroom house in Pecan Valley that had a boat that came with it or some shit. And it comes with a pool and the pool boy takes care of it and it's all paid for by my dad. I would feel a little bit like a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh. Yeah, it's a little I unfair. Would, so I would <laughs> immediately tell people, I would be like, yeah, no, I take full advantage uh, of my dad's rent houses. But I'm also like, in exchange for that, I would come up with something I could do to make myself feel better. Like I mow the grass for everything in the neighborhood or, you know, something like that. Oh, Just so, to yeah. feel better. And that would be for me. That would be like, because I would feel like, and it wouldn't be for me internally. It would be for my, me worrying about people's perception, thinking I'm a lazy fuck. <laughs> like, it wouldn't even be like me really. It would be like, I'm like, ah, I don't want people to think I'm bumming. But that has something to do with the way that I was raised. That's mm-hmm. part of like, my dad was real. Uh, we didn't get a lot of shit handed to us. Yeah. We earned a lot. And, like, that's one thing with my kids. I always try to make sure they earn stuff, but I give them a little more than they, yeah. you know. Eh. It Makes is what sense. it is. I don't want them to have free cars. Uh, I want them to buy their cars. Yeah. We've decided we're going to pay for half the car. Like, I want them to buy their car. Like, be like, you got five grand? I'll go five grand. That way they yeah. get a better car. That way they're not stuck in a shitty car, but not buying it for them. Yeah, because you still got to work for them. Yeah, because you still got I mean, earning five grand when you're 16 is hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Uh, well, you did uh, <laughs> the way that I'm going to allow them to earn yeah. five grand is, um, you got to be 18 for an OnlyFans, right? Yes. Then I think I'm good. <laughs> That's what all the, man, I got I got a client the other day. She came in and she was like, so I got a, uh, I finally caved and I got an OnlyFans and I made $60 today and I made 200 yesterday. And I was like, how long ago did you get it? She was like, yesterday. And right Dude, now you work in fast food? <laughs> like, quit. You'd be surprised, <laughs> man. She has all these super hard rules. She's like, okay, so I'll show top but not bottom. Mm-hmm. So I could wear like a thong and like show my butt. I could show my boobies, but I'm not going to show my vagina. And I'm like, once she gets to two grand a day and somebody goes, I'll give you $20,000. And <laughs> you'd be surprised. I have uh, one of my friends, you know, they sent her, they sent her, what was it, $300 the other day to show them their boho. Just for the butthole. Just for the butthole. So That's she's so like three hundred dollars. She's like, I sent him five pictures. Uh, yeah. Do uh, I know this friend? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, then there's the other one, and it was funny because um, <laughs> it was somebody had posted on a page or whatever, and she was a, uh, you know, she was one of those that probably gives a good blowjob. Okay. She, she had some weight that came on. That she, she got some weight. <laughs> So she posts her thing or whatever on this page, and, you know, they start going to town on her because she's like, oh, it's $50, you know, for per month. And I looked at it. I was like, damn. I have a friend of mine that's in the top 2% of OnlyFans, and she's charging $25 a month. So I sent her a screenshot. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with that dumb? <laughs> so I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I started at 10, went at 15. She's like, now I'm at a point where I can charge 25 30 a month. She's like, but I have a lot of subscribers. She's like, she's going about it the wrong way. 
Now, this girl that has, you know, she's the top 2%, you know, she'll do meetups with people mm. for like 10,000. Holy shit. You know, you can fuck me on camera for like five grand. So is that not considered prostitution because you're filming it? Is that the whole... I don't know, man. I don't know that. Like, yeah, I, I feel talking. like nobody's going after him, though. No, not at all. You know, and they're like, oh, it's great. I was like, it's okay. OnlyFans is your pimp. You know, yeah. Pimp. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, that's a safer pimp than a real pimp. Like, yeah. my thing is that a lot of these girls started and they don't understand how 1099s work. And I'm a little worried about them because I'm like, if you made like 50 G's and you've never if you if you went from Popeye's to 50 G's and Popeye's withholds. And yeah. you're like, oh, at the end of the year, I get a thousand dollars back. Well, it's because you paid in twenty five hundred dollars and you only owed them fifteen. Yeah, like ten ninety nine. You're gonna owe them fucking ten grand. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, there was one of those telling me like, oh my god, you know, it's not like it's a pimp. I was like, no, it's a legal pimp. Yeah, it's a good pimp. I was like, it's a good pimp. I was like, because it kicks out at ten ninety nine at the end of the year. I was like, so yeah. you still gotta pay your taxes on whatever the hell you're doing. I was like, so you're getting fucked no matter what. Yeah, as long as you're getting properly fucked by the IRS, you're good <laughs> to go. But I would say in the prostitution ring, like a realm of the ring, oh, I watched wow. the too much. Uh, I got a prostitution <laughs> ring on it now. Um, I think that that's good. I think that's kind of like making it above board. Like I like that people get paychecks at some dispensaries mm-hmm. and not just a handful of cash. Mm-hmm. Like there's some things I want to see go fully above board. And I don't know how I feel about prostitution, but I feel like if a girl wants to fucking do shit on video all day and makes decisions that don't seem to affect her in a bad way and she's making money off of it and she's – I feel like working at Popeye's is more demeaning than fucking showing people your butthole if you choose to show them your butthole. (laughs) And Popeye's is fucking – Popeye's – I don't know why I keep saying Popeye's. I think I need a biscuit. Yeah. But like I wouldn't want to work at a fast food place. That's usually what people do when they're 16 to 22. Mm-hmm. They figure out what they want to do. They find out school's really expensive, and then they settle for a slightly better job than fast food. They don't even go to school. Like, I would rather shake my ass, I think. I think my only problem is some of the people you're shaking your ass for are probably going to see you the next day. So that's one thing I talked to one of my buddies about. He said uh, it's not the same on OnlyFans, at all, or I don't know if it is, but he said when you do those cam things on, like, big porn sites, like he used Pornhub as a reference. Mm-hmm. He said he knows a guy or a girl that does it. It might be a couple. Anyway, they make it where people within, like, 100 miles of you can't see your thing. And I was like, I mean, I understand people can get a VPN thing or whatever mm-hmm. and like have a private browser or whatever. There's tricks. But for well, the I most feel like part. you're putting your OnlyFans link on Snapchat. Right. Yeah. No. A lot of the people I see that. You're going to definitely. Yeah. See I your have, friend's butthole. I tattooed a lady like once or twice. And then she went down a weird path. But we're still friends on Snap. Uh, she goes hard on the OnlyFans promotion. She's like, OnlyFans, 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 OnlyFans. She's not like posting videos or doing anything on Snap. She's just like, hey, this is me in a bikini, how I dress all the fucking time or in a t-shirt or at work or whatever. If you want to see my actual asshole opened up with scissors inside of it, click this link. <laughs> like, you're like, whoa! Uh, it gets a little weird. Yeah. Um, She makes a fuckload of money, though. There's one that I was like, this is actually pretty cool. She uh, she would give you the code to her toy. So while you're so on you OnlyFans, you're controlling it. Uh, and you pay like $500 or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's not bad. Yeah. 
I, w- I wouldn't pay for that. I wouldn't either, but... But somebody will. Yeah. We know a lot Most of people will. I know, actually, your boy, the light-skinned guy, would probably pay for that shit because he can't get in the real thing. That's what I told him. It's like, bzz, bzz, like, man, bzz, bzz, bzz. let me get you on, like, OnlyFans or something. You know? Dude, put him on OnlyFans. <laughs> like, get him an OnlyFans account so he goes, oh, I love all this sexual attention. And then he might come out. But if not, I mean, I've thought about opening an OnlyFans up and, like, never touching a shaver or trimming or even brushing my hair. Sometimes I got a hat on, sometimes I don't. And just do weird shit like dip my balls in Cheetos until they're all orange. Like like <laughs> like spray it with a like get a spray bottle and just spray water on my dick and balls and just drag it through like cheese puffs and just post videos of that kind of shit. Because somebody fatties would be on that one. Somebody's gonna be on it. Yeah, they'd be oh on girl, it. I want that Cheeto. Give me that Cheeto and them cheese balls. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's worth it. My thing is like, okay, for and this is where we have stigmas that I don't think make any sense. Nobody would shame me. People would be like, that's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. And that's it. But if I was a girl, they'd be like, oh, my God, she's a fucking whore. You go, girl. You're great. She's a whore. Keep doing it, baby. You you show them. Like, I friends. fucking hate that. <laughs> it's all my clients. Like, not literally. I have some really cool clients. But, like... I think most people don't realize when they're being a fake friend or when mm-hmm. they're being a fucking ass. I don't think they know because I know one person in, in particular that I think is a fucking fantastic person based on intentions is a fucking asshole to everybody that they know mm-hmm. and they don't mean to be. And I'm like, OK, so you can't you can't invite somebody to go to Dallas with you. Yeah. And then because somebody else wanted to go uninvite them the morning of. After you were supposed to pick them up. You can't do that shit. But they, I know a person that does that kind of shit all the time. And they don't, like, they don't, I tell them sometimes, not every time. That motherfucker doesn't understand. They're like, what, why is that bad? Well, because you're an asshole. You're being petty. <laughs> it's being weird. Petty. Yeah. It's like, okay, you only got five seats in your car. You already invited somebody. Honor that invite. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, next thing. We got a lot of shit. <laughs> we get rambly. How long will you be remembered after you die? Me? Uh, 12 minutes. No, I'm just playing. If the internet still works, uh, I think however long it takes for Instagram to delete my Instagram. Uh, I would, I mean, I think my grandkids or even great like, okay, let's say hypothetically I die at a regular age. I'm like Mm -hmm. 70, 80, and I leave three watches behind and each of my kids gets a watch. And they don't want to wear them. They put them in the safe or whatever. They'll probably give them to their kids. Their kids might give them the, just off of things like that. Three generations, I think. Like grandkids, great grandkids, maybe their kids. I don't know. I don't know how long. Maybe, maybe whenever my friends die, the friends. I yeah, I mean, like I'm not. But I feel like you'd be different though. Well, people that I work. tattooed can yeah. only be fifty-five years younger than me, max, yeah. ever. Like, it, let's say I'm, let's say I live to be a hundred. And I tattoo a person the day before I die. I tattoo a person that just turned eighteen. Mm-hmm. That still only adds fucking eighty years. Yeah, like it's really, and they have to live to be ninety eight. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one generation of people. Mm-hmm. So the type of work I do doesn't. It's the least. People always talk about how permanent tattoos are. It's the mm-hmm. least permanent art form there is, though. It's like well, sandcastles, you know, <laughs> sandcastles. <laughs> sand I I exaggerated. Ice sculptures. Uh, 
fucking the thing they do in the lattes. There's some shit. <laughs> but f- as far as like mainstream art goes, you have like the Sistine Chapel's fucking what, 400 years old? Mm-hmm. Shit's still up there. It looks great. Michelangelo fucking yeah. killed it. And that dude was fucking little boys. And they blackmailed him into doing that. But it's cool. Um, that whole fucking place is sketchy. Yeah. But yeah, I would say my artwork won't do anything for me that way. Um, maybe because people have wrote articles about me. Maybe that kind of shit. Or maybe the podcast. Or I would say just just through my kids, though. I think that's yeah. it. So I think through family. I don't think I'll be known by anybody that's last name's not Patterson. Unless some weird shit happens with gender roles where everybody like gets to pick their last name or some shit. <laughs> uh, but basically my direct lineage, I think three generations, maybe four. Stop it. And you think when your friends die. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't have kids, so it's like, hmm. Well, so let's say, let's say uh, you're a barber and you do a cut on a guy that you de- he decided the moment he looked in the mirror after he got out of the chair that he wants to be a barber. And mm-hmm. he's 16 when you cut his hair. And then he becomes that NBA bubble dude. Mm-hmm. And then he teaches all those people on a thing kind of like Patreon where everybody's learning or master yeah, class yeah, or yeah. something. All those people know. And he gives credit in everything to you for inspiring him. Even if you weren't the fucking mm-hmm. that level, maybe you're just a really good barber and you're really cool. And he just goes, man, I want to do this. And he turns into something. Theoretically, your shit could live on for 20, 30 generations. I mean, you never know. It's possible. It is. I'd say I three don't. for you too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, Follow up question to that before you get to the next. Why, like, why do you think that's so important to people? Like, why do you think people are so scared of just you die and your kids are the only people that know, or your friends are the only people that know that you ever existed, and then once they die, nobody knows. Like, why like is it scared scary? for their legacy to die? What's wrong with not having a legacy? I don't know. I don't Realistically, I really don't care. You like, know, I want my kids. I want my kids to think I was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, I want them, once I'm dead, I want them to be like, you know what? He did it. <laughs> well, about something. I don't really care what. I mean, for uh, if we think of, like, for example, my grandma. I, I don't think I ever want her name right. to die or her legacy to die because she was such a great woman. Right. But other than that, I don't know. But, like, to mind. her, why would yeah. it matter? Like, let's say you fully believe in the afterlife, like, she's in heaven watching mm-hmm. down, whatever. I I believe if that's – if. If I were to die and go to heaven, I'd be looking down and be like, oh, cool. People like people dig what I did. And they're looking at it. Whether or not I get credit for it, I shouldn't mm-hmm. care at that point. Yeah. So let's say somebody uses a technique in tattooing that I kind of made popular or yeah. something. And I see somebody using it. That's fucking dope. Who cares if they know I did it? Like that's yeah. that's how I would assume you have to feel after death. Also, I I have a weird fucking relationship with death. It, uh, it's, I don't yeah. know if – like. Yeah. Eh, I don't want to die because I need my kids to have a dad. Other than that, I'm like, it doesn't seem like I'm supposed to try to control it. Yeah. It's going to happen. Like, it's kind of like uh, getting a pinky in your butt. It's going to happen. You can't stop it. Sometimes I think you, now if I had to pick the way to I like how you just let that one slide. You're like, oh, there's a pinky in my butt. Yeah, all the time. I've never had a pinky in my butt, I don't think. you never had a colonoscopy yet? No, I'm not even 30. Mm. Yeah. I had one just because my... Uncle got cancer. Oh. So I was like, mm, let me go. I don't have a doctor. Oh. Yeah, I don't have health insurance. I mean, I kind of do. I'm a uh, native, so. <laughs> Man, I don't, when it comes to death, I'm just kind of like, fuck it. You know, yeah. If it happens, it happens. Now, I don't want it to be like a painful thing. But right. it's like. Well, I don't want to feel pain anyway. I just go, like sleep maybe. Okay. So let's say we get to pick. Sleep is off the table. There has to be pain involved. You have to die a fucking terrible death. 
what terrible death would you choose? Gunshot. Gunshot? That sucks. Yeah. Drowned to death sounds awful. Burning to death sounds worse. You see, but the thing is with drowning, though, is if you fucking hold your breath right, you're, they're just going to revive you. No, I mean, you're, you're definitely oh, dying okay. for this. So drowning, you would have to, like, be sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Um, I would like to be choked to death while fucking. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Go ahead. With the I don't huh. think I, I don't think I would be into the choking thing until I have to die. And then it's like, ah, you know what? Huh. You know how bad that would suck to be like, this was the, that was it. Yeah. I could have been doing this my whole life. Let's see. Damn. Be easy with them papers and the sorry. pen, dog. Microphone costs more than I've ever made podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> what benefits does art provide a society? Oh, my. A lot. Does, does art hurt society in any way? Art can hurt society in a way. Individual pieces of art for sure could hurt society. Uh, so first off, art is what we value the most, whether or not we want to admit it, since the beginning of time. Yep. Like everything's transcribed in its art. Like we yeah. look at the fucking cave paintings and fucking hier- hier- hieroglyphics. Yep. I always want to say hydroglyphics, like hydroponics. <laughs> uh, but we look at things like that to try to figure out what this society believed in and yep. thought was sacred and great. So we look at Egyptian stuff and cats and we're like, oh, they like cats and eyes and we're trying to decipher it. And as a culture, Americans have always been fascinated with art, but all humans for all of time have always been fascinated with some form of art and have always been, there's always been creative types. Yeah. Like there's always been people creating shit and it's part of how we've evolved. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that it could, it could never do as much harm as it does good. Yeah. But that being said, if you do the wrong kind of artwork and you inspire people to do dumb shit, that's cool. But like my favorite piece of artwork I've ever seen was digital and it was like made for Instagram. And this is back when the iPhone 3GS was out. So it's like this big. And somehow this person in a tiny picture, and I know I've mentioned this on here once before, they put together a thing that you could immediately from glancing at it. No, this is what it says. There's no words in it. You're putting all your worth into Instagram. And Instagram is going to die and you'll die with it. And you're like, whoa, because it was like a picture of this dude looking at his screen and there's hearts and he's happy, but he's killing himself on another part. And it's like impossible for me to explain what Mm -hmm. it looked like. It was the craziest fucking painting. And it was a digital painting like done on Photoshop. And it was made to look good at two inches. Mm -hmm. And that like, yeah, that's going to go away like a sandcastle or a fucking latte or whatever. But um Things like that, if that were made into a permanent thing, like a canvas that's in a gallery somewhere, yeah. that would be a huge marker of how we learned the good and evil of what we're using right now. Yeah. And like shit like that, we need that. Like it's absolutely necessary. Let's say somebody misinterpreted that and decided to kill themselves because they liked Instagram too much. It did harm. But that person was going to do it for another reason anyway. Let's say you make a piece of artwork that's like really fucking weird and mm-hmm. just invokes people's like deepest angry emotions i feel like still, music does it some music, you, music does, yeah yeah but let's say that you do visual art like mm-hmm. and music is art but like let's say you do visual art that draws that out of somebody you can look at it as oh that made this dude perform an act of violence or that brought out this act of violence in this dude so it's like maybe depending on how many people died or were hurt in his act of violence maybe he needed to get that out mm-hmm. and it had something to do with the bigger plan and that makes me sound super fucking like religious actually but um i have i 
I think of art as a religion. Like yeah. I like I would consider myself in that way. I'm religious. I've never thought about that way until I said it. But like, yeah, I'm a religious artist. <laughs> like I think I it's very important. You know, I, I, I love and that's one thing about me. You know, I love art when it yeah. comes to like especially the old school art. Some of the new stuff, yeah. I don't get it. But I guess that's also because, you know, I'm not in that mindset. When I see older right. art, it's just like, you know, it's more a little more descriptive. Yeah. You know, some of this newer arts is like, well, fucking just throw this on here and well, this is art. And I'm like, mm, I don't get it. But <laughs> <laughs> no, there's something to that, though, because the whole thing. OK, there's like the abstract shit where people just draw it where you can't even tell what it is. And they're like, well, what do you think it is? So some of that is like the artist having a crazy fucking I mean, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey's art is abstract and weird. And you can tell it came from him. Some people's art, they're trying to mimic other people's art. And, like, there's there's art forms that require mimicking. Tattooing's one of them. But mm -hmm. if I'm trying to do a piece of art that's abstract and I'm mimicking another abstract style, it automatically takes away the art part of it. Mm -hmm. It makes it me just trying to cash in and it's not genuine. Anything that's not genuine automatically doesn't feel right. So the people that walk up to it at a gallery and go... Oh, that's beautiful. I think the artist was feeling very blue that day, and that's why he used the color blue, and it looks like butt cheeks because he likes ass. Okay. <laughs> and then they buy it for a million dollars? Fuck those people. Mm -hmm. Fuck that art. That's not art. <laughs> like, that's dis that's dishonest art. That's mm -hmm. not art. When, like, And that's why I like tattooing because, like, okay, right across the hall, we have a person that I've taught to tattoo from scratch. She'd never done a tattoo. We don't tattoo anything the same way. We use a few of the same techniques because I showed her how to do them, but for the most part, she went her own route. We both like doing portraits. She likes to put all kinds of crazy, colorful shit around portraits. I like to do a portrait with nothing. I don't even like a background. I like the face. And that's because we're both being true to what we want to put on skin. Yeah. And then because we're commission-based artists, we're being paid to, like, it's like you're, you're telling me I want this tattooed and then I have to tattoo it. We're doing a collaborative piece, whether you like it or not. When you tell me what we're doing, we're doing this together. Mm -hmm. And that's why tattooing is so inconsistent and all over the place and like has different stuff yeah. because you every time you're putting a part of somebody else's opinion in it unless they're letting you do your thing, which is pretty rare. But that was a lot of rambling for me to say, nah, art's not going to do too much damage. We good. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at barbering as an art. Yeah, I'd consider some of it an art. I, you can do some damage. I mean, tattooing, I hurt people. You can give people a fucking disease if you don't do it safely. Like, yeah. With tattooing and barbering. So you can look at it that way. But I'm saying, like, yeah. if you see a really big mural on a wall mm -hmm. and it hurts you and the artist was able to inflict damage or pain somehow... Mm -hmm. My interpretation is maybe that's not their fault. That's you. Mm -hmm. That's already there, and they're bringing it out of you. Much like, like the same thing is like they're bringing fucking happy feelings out of you. Which Nobody's makes, putting it in you. Which makes sense as to why they use art at uh, when you go see like shrinks yeah. for behavioral health. Yeah. You know, they ask you some random ass shit. They'd be like, "Draw me a bridge." Now draw yourself on that bridge. You know, like I'm gonna draw myself in the middle. What's that mean? You're just in the middle of life. Whereas, you know, I've seen one where a kid, you know, I was drawing mine and I was like, okay, well, I'm over here because, you know, I'm pretty much ending the road of my military right. career. This kid had himself inside like the freaking lake with some alligators and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, she said draw a bridge. Like, like yeah, I hopped off the fucking bridge. She's like, I'm getting eaten by alligators now. I'm like. See, sometimes that's what's in the person and sometimes that's that person trying to fuck with people. Yeah. Like that person might 
really just like that's how they interpret it. But the thing is, either way, a good psychologist is going to know that. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, okay, so this guy drew gators to fuck with me. He wants me to think he's in turmoil. I'm going to pay attention to the guy that drew himself in the middle of the bridge that drew everything really symmetrical and was like obsessive. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see why he's so obsessive. (laughs) Like, why is this bridge fucking perfect? Why did you have to go to the store and buy a straight edge, you stupid motherfucker? (laughs) Why are you walking around with fucking duct tape? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Art's good, though. I think, all in all, art is one of the most important things we've ever had. So, there's that. Next thing. What activities cause you to feel like you're living life to the fullest? Tattooing. Surf lessons if I was in shape. (laughs) Fucking. Like, a proper, like, okay, you know how there's, like, different levels of fucking? You've never been married? Yes. You have been married? Yes. How long? Two years. Well, did you ever get to a point where it was like, well, actually two years, I'm guessing there was some hate fucking. Um, did you ever get to a point where it was like, sometimes I'm just fucking because I want to get the nut out. And then sometimes you're fucking. And then there's like a whole, for me, there's a spectrum. It's like, sometimes I just got to get this nut out. Sometimes I really want to give it to her. So she knows I'm there and like, Hey bitch, this is your dick. You can have it. And then sometimes I'm fucking. And they're like, when I'm at the very top, that's what I feel very alive when I'm like really getting into it. That's not every night though. Mm-hmm. I, I can't give it a, a thousand percent every day. I'd break my dick. I get tired. I don't know. I'm the thousand percent guy. I know. And I'm I an know. asshole about it too. I've heard. You know, I have I know. like some random encounters and it's yeah. like I'm giving a thousand percent and then I'm wondering why the fuck they're knocking at my door leaving me flowers and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, you're making bitches fall in love. It's not good. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wait, you heard. Have you? Have, were you there at the I've, shop recently? No. Okay. What happened? Well, one of the girls that I was dating was went to go get t- tattooed by Jason. So oh, okay. I was wondering if you were there. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Like when you said recently, do you mean within the last like two months? Yeah. Definitely not. Okay. Yeah. Good. Darn. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm bumping and stuff. All right. Uh, let me let me pick one. Let's, let me have this. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say. I was living life to the fullest. I'll see y'all. Yeah. When when, when do you bitches feel? And getting money. When do you feel like you're living life to the fullest? <laughs> All the time, man. I wake up every day. Hmm. Piss glory. <laughs> Piss glory instead of excellence. Like, uh, is it possible for a human to fathom the true depths of reality and existence? <laughs> is it possible? To... I mean, that gets into like creation, evolution, simulation theory, weird. Nobody currently, I think, has it together. But that doesn't mean it's not possible. Mm, I think it's completely possible. Okay. It all depends on the person, though. I mean, because there's some people that are that's, that are scared of it. Well, Elon Musk, like, I, I don't know if he's fucking with us or if he really believes it, but he appears to really believe that we live in a simulation. And there's a lot of, like, statisticians and stuff, which really that whole category of science is the shittiest science mm-hmm. ever. It's like, eh, is it really, like... They'll say something like the statistical odds of a, a person being born is like one in 68 kajillion, philfillion, some weird mm-hmm. higher than trillion numbers. I'm like, OK, but there's a lot of them. So mm-hmm. like how are you establishing these odds? Mm-hmm. And then if you look at how they do it, it doesn't make sense. But there's a lot of people that think that the odds of us not being in a simulation are so slim 
and the odds of us being in a simulation are great. Mm-hmm. And like, if it were to happen at some point, it would have already happened and we want to know. I think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to jump into the machine soon, but I don't think we're in it yet. No, not at all. But that's like Elon Musk is smarter than both of us put together. So there's that. <laughs> he has to be onto something. <laughs> He's a genius. He's a fucking genius. Um, but yeah, I I agree. I think it's possible. I think the human potential is. I feel like you also have to be in that mindset where you have to be able to think outside the box. Right. You know, where some people are just so fucking narrow-minded. Oh, my God. They just don't like to think of things, you know, in and out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to, you know, religious people. Yeah. Jesus. They're like, no, this is exactly how it is for sure all the time. This is the way it's supposed to be, and this is what the Bible says, and I'm like... The Bible was translated by a lot of people. Yeah. Let's say everything in the Bible at one point was 100% true. Mm-hmm. Anybody logically thinking at this point would agree. The amount of humans that have touched that thing before yeah. it got to our generation of where we can fact check. There has to be some person that for their egotistical reasons altered it a little bit. And that's what I told her. You know, I tried to explain it. And I was like, I don't think everybody actually documented it. It was just word of mouth until somebody yeah. was like, hey. We fucking inscribe this shit in a yeah. rock. <laughs> People were hearing stories and it's like all this. Okay. I don't know. I'll hear a story somebody tells three or four times and each time it gets a little better. Yeah. It's like, okay, so the dude walked over a puddle. Dude, he was walking on water. Mm-hmm. Was he walking on? No, he was like walking on water. Like how deep was it? Like four feet. Five years later, that shit's the ocean. He walked 65 miles. He turned water into wine. His dick was 86 inches. That fucking surf instructor's <laughs> dick yesterday was like the size of the Gatorade without the cap. Today he's got the cap. I'm just saying. It's human nature. We exaggerate a little and it always gets better. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. yeah, that's not a – I don't – man, the whole like – that's a big thing with aliens. People always go, oh, I don't believe in aliens. I'm like, okay, you can actually fucking say you don't believe in aliens straight up. And they're like, straight up, no way. I just don't I see how, you know? Right. I, I can't. can't see us being the – only fucking beings right. in this galaxy. And let's say we are. Uh, there's more shit out there we don't know about. Yeah. There's some there's there's black holes. Like, let's just talk the planets we know to exist. Mm-hmm. Not the ones that are just in our galaxy. The ones we know to exist, there's billions. Mm-hmm. Billions of fucking planets. You know how have you ever fucking tried to do a billion on a calculator? It doesn't do it. It's got fucking letters and shit. Yeah. It's a lot of numbers. Well, it's just like that one satellite that they launched in, what was it, 1977, and it sent back a picture of Earth from where it was at. Yeah. Which I forgot. I think it was like 39 billion miles away or something like that. Earth looked like the size of a freaking (laughs) battery in a watch. Yeah. And like you can't tell me that in all that fucking space. There's not something. (laughs) There's not something. And that's just a sample. That's what you you can see from that, what we can know right now. Mm is the equivalent to me saying an airsoft BB exists. We know that. This whole fucking universe around the airsoft BB could exist, mm-hmm. and we don't know. I mean, it's huge. It's fucking Well, it's just like that it's theory impossible. that octopuses <laughs> are not. Sperma from, something? Are not from, the, from, yeah. are not from Earth. Uh, yeah. But they're alien-like, and I was like, I'm no. with it. I was like, that would kind of make sense. I was like, yeah. you, you know. I don't think it's necessarily true, but I love the concept. Yeah. But the concept was that in an asteroid impact, they were on it. They were frozen. They went into the ocean. And that would explain a lot of like, there's nothing like them on Earth that we know of. There's not. They're intelligent. But we haven't gone that deep. Yeah. We haven't gone deep enough. So I don't know. Um, Is happiness just chemicals flowing through your brain or something more? I would say it's just 
chemicals that flow through your brain because I've seen some pretty sad fucking people out there. <laughs> they can never be fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's something to the like wiring in people's brain that I know it has something to do with like how you were before you were born, how you developed, and then how you developed the first couple of years of your life, and then a lot of experiences after that. But I know some people that legitimately, if they won the lottery, would be so upset that they had to pay 45% in taxes. Yeah. And and then once they paid the taxes, they'd be like, man, I barely have anything left. I guess I could buy like one yacht and like six houses, but I really need a seventh house. Well, I see it as a and theory behind Eeyore. I love Eeyore. She's just so sad. <laughs> I know. It's such a good show, though. <laughs> like, it's so good. Like, if you look back at it, you rewatch some Winnie the Pooh, you're like, damn. They Especially were Especially if you're high. Yeah, they were like, all right. So, this <laughs> little Pindle's motherfucker, he's going to try to get some money, right? Donkey. Mm, he's going to have a needle in his ass all the time. <laughs> shit, there's going to be like a little tiny life. pig that just runs up. He's always happy as shit. And then he's going to have a mop. Somebody's got to be cranky about their garden in this bitch. Hold up. <laughs> so somebody's growing wheat? No, we got to make it carrots, dog. There's going to be like a rabbit. I mean, I can't imagine being in the writer's room when they were like, okay, whoever wrote the book, it was based on Christopher Robin was like the, that, it was a lady, I think. Mm-hmm. But her son was, and then it was all just make-believe fun shit after that. And then I was like, damn. Drugs are dope. <laughs> uh, why are humans so susceptible to magical thinking? You could also substitute the word magical for mystical there, I think. They want a reason to believe in something else. They want to... There's, I, I think those magical thinking, that's people that are actual intellectual thinkers. They want a yeah. reason for something. Right. You know, they want everything to align, but at the, at the same time, I feel like they're perfectionists. Yeah. Like, the only reason why you're here on this planet is because the fucking moon aligned with the stars on this time, and this is why you were born at that fucking date. I'm like... Yeah. But then again, if you go into the Hispanic community, it's like witchcraft is like... the Is it Santeria? Is that a... Maybe I'm thinking of a different uh, culture, but there's there's... Is it Cuban people that are like real into like mysticism and mm-hmm. uh, okay, I've heard a lot about the Santeria shit. I don't even mm-hmm. know what it's like a crystal ball lady yeah. and all this palm reading and like, and then they apply it to things like gambling. Here's my problem with all these theories. You go okay, so the universe or mother whatever or all this is pointing me in the right direction. So if I write sixty four eleven fifty five as my lotto numbers, I'll hit because mm-hmm. that bitch takes care of me. And you do it every day for fucking twenty years and it never hits. Is 21 going to be the one that hits? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. But I feel like people want to be connected to that. I guess that goes also into the paranormal side. They want a <laughs> reasoning for shit. Yeah. You know? they, they, I mean, because I mean, when I was a kid, man, my mom's friend had this. You know, she would go to that Santeria, but, you know, mm-hmm. lady. and I like how you actually pronounce it correctly. <laughs> and I said Santeria. <laughs> the, the lady apparently turned into a turkey in front of her. And they was, have a. Did she give her a tea first? No. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, she came over and she was like bawling her eyes out. She was shaking. She said like, she turned into a turkey. I was like, huh? Like that's not possible. Well, I saw Jesus when I was a kid. That's not possible. Did I she, don't. I don't believe in Jesus. I totally saw him. Did she? Yeah. I was like five, mm-hmm. maybe six. I was walking out by the fucking uh, train tracks. Mm-hmm. My mom had been telling me some Jesus shit. I looked up. There's a dude that looks exactly like the one I've seen at church, not a fucking Arab, and that's why I know I'm wrong. Uh, and he was just floating like like some like I have risen shit with his arms kind of out and down like this, like welcome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. And like 
that's that memory is more clear than anything that I know really did happen that there's like videos of mm-hmm. when I was a kid. That being said, I'm also aware that that's not real. Mm-hmm. That's just a thing. Oh shit, that went through my head, mm-hmm. and I know we can see things that aren't there. Yeah, like. But yeah, like when I was a kid, I saw Jesus for sure. I was like, holy shit, that's Jesus. And I went back inside. I was like, mom, I saw Jesus. And she's like, oh, that's amazing. And she believed that I was saying it. I don't think anybody's going to believe me what I'm saying. right? I, at that time and still, will Mm -hmm. say to me, I would put a million bucks on I saw Jesus. But I would also put a million bucks on that's something wrong with my neurology shit. Yeah. There's something like clearly there's not actually Jesus floating down because he wouldn't – if – Maybe there's some magic I don't understand. Let's say Jesus is real. I'm not a huge fan of the concept, but let's say all of the religious stuff is real. And and Jesus takes many forms. Maybe he has to come in a recognizable form that I've seen at church. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. That could be an explanation. Or I could say, maybe I just thought about Jesus so much I can paint shit in my head that's not really going through my eyeballs. That's yeah. easier for me to process. The only thing I do really believe in and I'll say this because my mom forced me to go to church. <laughs> and uh, we went on a missions trip to uh, Moros And um, some little kids came looking for us and they said they needed a translator. And, you know, of course, I was a translator and we were with a bunch of college kids. They were coming to be missionaries. We walk into this house and they were saying that this, you know, this little girl is sick. You know, she's probably like 12, 13. Walk into the room. This little girl looks straight at me and she and she tells me in a man's voice. She says, you're stupid for coming here. Oh, that's scary as fuck. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I tell a little mission. I was like, hey, go, hey, hey, go grab, go grab go? Pastor Ben and Brother Brooks and this guy. And this guy, I was like, uh, I'll yeah. stay here with this guy. You stay here. Close the door. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, okay, I was so married to the thought of Jesus being real from the time I was a little kid until I was a lot older. Like, based off that and a mm-hmm. few other things that I couldn't possibly go, okay, maybe you just see shit. But I've also had an out-of-body experience from fucking meditating. I know I didn't really flow it out of my fucking body. Weird shit happens when your eyes are closed. Weird shit happens when you breathe different. Weird Mm -hmm. shit happens when you're on drugs. I also, as a kid, I'm pretty sure might have been on fucking drugs. I've thrown some some concepts out there and everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I I think I've never done acid. Mm Mm-hmm. And my whole life I've thought how it's described people think after a huge acid trip. Like really weird. Mm-hmm. Like like, oh, we're all connected and shit. Like that, I've never done acid though. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking like that since I was like as long as I can remember. And then the more I study psychedelics, the more I'm like, maybe I am on psychedelics right now. All the time. <laughs> uh anyway, is it possible for some oh shit, wrong one. Uh can rational thought exist without language? That's a hard one. Like, it's weird to, okay, I don't even know how to break that question down. Like, my dog might speak a language other dogs understand, mm-hmm. and I know he has rational thought. Like, he he will rationalize things. I can see it. Like, yeah. And I don't communicate with him verbally. And I also don't, I mean, I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. I'm just saying, like, he'll. Now, is he going just based off of patterns of life that he's not. right that's what i so to me it looks rational but it's like oh well he knows okay one time and this this could be a coincidence i've never seen him jump on the counter though unless there's food there there's no food on the counter and i said hey you ready to go and i was talking to asher and he jumped up and put his paw on my keys and i was like i think that's a coincidence yeah but if he did that every time i would be like okay he knows i grab my keys when i leave but he okay he can based on patterns mm-hmm. he can know when he needs to go to his kennel like when when I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to go start the car or 
or did you get this or I anything I say to the kids he knows when we're leaving the house even if we're in the back of the house and I just go hey you guys ready to go then he goes to his kennel and it's like mm, he's picking up on something I but feel that's like not without language really yeah I feel like the language part is important because like for example if you look at like you know military dogs or you know uh, police dogs or whatever they go based off of commands and you know in a yes. certain language and when there's no drugs in a motherfucking car they still fucking do the signal yeah. if the right cops there which yeah. is fucking annoying go ahead <laughs> yeah i mean and then there's some dogs that i see where it's just like you know it's a pattern and i feel like it's more off of like your expression like you know the dog i used to have you you want to go outside every time i and i notice that now every time i said you want to go outside i i, I do this thing with my yeah. hands and you don't and they, think like, about freak it. out yeah they're like, okay, we're going outside now. The ghost grabs, you know, her leash, and then, you know, she wants to go outside now. But, yeah, I feel like language is important. It has to be. Yeah, like, I am I just, I feel like to say rational thought could not take place without it is mm-hmm. weird. But, I mean, we'd have to get into a lot of separate definitions of words to really break that one down. I don't like it. <laughs> I liked it when I asked it. Um, Is a sense of humor? Nope. <laughs> Where was I? What the fuck? Are intelligence and happiness tied together in any way? If you are highly intelligent, is it more or less less likely for you to be happy? So I'm going to cut off the first one, not are they tied together. If you're highly intelligent, are you more or less likely to be happy? Because I see some smart and dumb depressed motherfuckers. So that's hard to say. I don't know, man. I feel like you would be less happy I would agree. because you are less likely to be open to other people's thought processes. So what might make somebody else happy, you're just like, well, that's fucking stupid. I'm like, Well, no, I think dismissive and intelligent never go together, though. So let's say somebody is really, really intelligent and they hear somebody that's obviously stupid saying something they've heard before. They'll dismiss it. Mm-hmm. But if they if they haven't heard it before, they're like, hold up. They're always intrigued and curious. That being said, the more you know the more bad shit you know, mm-hmm. but the more good shit you would know. I don't know. I feel There's like not a lot of good be, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, feel like, I don't know. I feel like you'd be unhappy because it's like, yeah. you know, what else do you have to learn if right. you're actually intelligent? Well, one of the smartest people I know seems to be relatively happy, but he also smokes a fuck ton of weed. Mm-hmm. And he's made a lot of really good life decisions, and he makes decisions that I would say are, by most people's standards, considered unethical in an effort to maintain his happiness and the life he's built. And you're like, hold up. So you're making what we would all say are unethical calls, Mm -hmm. but you're rationalizing it with these different things that may or may not be real. So he's smart enough to have figured out loopholes in his own morality that would like, uh, it sounds fucked up, but the better, the better of a person you try to be, the less happy you're going to be a lot Mm -hmm. of times because you're like, Okay, yeah, maybe you could give somebody, like, donate a bunch of money to somebody or buy somebody something that would make you feel better because it made them feel better and you're being a good person and that's all linked together. That's true. But also, you're going to go through this thing where you're like, I don't know. If you go, oh, I littered. I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) Oh, I fucking sneezed and forgot to cover it. I might have got that dude sick. I'm a piece of shit. Like, if Mm -hmm. you're really aware of, like, your... I'm really aware of my behavior and it pisses me off every day. Like all like I'm like every fucking 10 minutes I do something where I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. So I can't imagine if I was like 20 times more like conscious of that and 20 times more intelligent and 20 times more like trying to be a good person. 
Because there's only a li- there's a limit to how much yeah. good I'm trying. I know that sounds fucked up, but there is a limit to how good of a person you can be. And when you try try to make everything moral and ethical all the time, it's like there's no gray. We can't just be like, all right, I cut that dude off in traffic because I didn't like him. Fuck him. <laughs> like, you can't just occasionally be a dick. Like like if if there's certain shit you're gonna do that like technically, if you saw somebody else do it, you'd judge him for it. Yeah. Also, somewhere on this, I don't see it here, but there's one I loved, and I was gonna ask you. Right out the gate. Um, fuck, what was it? Shit, I forgot. I was talking about cutting people off in traffic. Oh, why are we so quick to criticize all the bad things other people do while we focus on the good things we do and we don't criticize? Like, why are because we so we know critical the, of it? We know the thought process behind it. We know our intentions. Yeah, we know our intentions, whereas other people, you know, we kind of judge based off of, you know, not knowing what they actually, well, what they actually meant to do. Right. Um... No, that's probably all it is, straight up. Because um, I can be pretty critical of fucking for people, but, you know, sometimes it's like, man, that's fucking common sense, man. What the right. fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> so I have a thing where I always go, I've learned not to think people have common sense. I know that yeah. sounds fucked up, but, like, I've learned not to. I've learned to try to not assume that people have Because, <laughs> like, okay, if you see somebody, I don't know, have you ever asked somebody a question and you thought for sure they just have it like a yes or no and then they had to like write some shit down and come up with it and you're like, what? Yeah. I asked, would you like water? And you had to like go through this whole thing. It's a yes or no fucking question. There's no like, I don't know, maybe I would. What type of water? Yeah. It's like, bitch, it's fucking water. That's the mentality now. <laughs> They'll be like, is that distilled or is that tap water? And I'm like, I, it's no. a bottle. It's, it's Dasani. In a bottle. Oh, I don't yeah. want. I don't like Dasani. I, I don't like, do Dasani, dude. There's an episode of bullshit with Pitt and Teller about water. <laughs> oh my god, have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Okay, they did this fucking wine tasting thing with water at this high end restaurant where it's like ten to fifty dollars a fucking glass of water. People are like, well, this one came from a high mountain in the Himalayas and it was blessed by a uh, Sherpa who decided to stay in the top of the mountains after being a servant for so many people for so many years, and so he blesses the water. And uh, we were able to get an exclusive deal with it. So we only get 12 gallons a year, $50 a glass. And they'd be like, I'd like to try that. Ooh, this shit tastes like Everest, motherfucker. They're like, it's delicious. And oh, then they compare I it. have seen Oh, that. my God. Then they show a little dude out back with a water hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I fucking love these it's guys. It's all about how you fucking pitched it. Though. Yes. It's all it about really how is. good of a fucking salesman you mm-hmm. are. And that's what I've learned, like, you know, going into barbering and being in like, the <laughs> business side is like, how good am I going to fucking pitch this? Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a haircut. <laughs> I, I bought $32 clippers and I was about to sell them for $100. I was like, dude, I'm not going to fuck with you like that. Like, they're $32. Right. But I made it sound good, right? Yeah. You saw, you saw me cut with them, you know, so you're like, oh, like, you're shit, fucking great. I'll give you 100 you know? bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that, though. How yeah. much you can manipulate people is just based off of words. And the thing is, it's real weird is when you get into, like, the sales side of it. There's, a, okay, there's a time when your career will shift. And I'm telling you this from a tattooer standpoint. <laughs> Where you go the opposite. Mm-hmm. You've been going trying to upsell your shit, and then you go, fuck, I'm going to downplay everything mm-hmm. because I'm I'm charging enough. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers give me money. But when I surprise them, they give me a tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, my Instagram and, like, my, my fresh work, I think my work looks as good or better healed. Mm-hmm. I think that's abnormal. I don't think that's most tattooers. That's one of my favorite things about my work. Most things about my work, I'm like, you know, I can work on that and that and that. I think the the ratio of like fresh to healed, the way the dark looks, I'm very proud of that. I don't mm-hmm. know how I got that down, but I think I have it. If there's a 10 and it's a one to 10, that's my six. Everything else is down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that part I think I got. 
um, or at least I'm on the right track. To, yeah. And that's something that sells itself later. Mm-hmm. And once it starts selling itself, you're like, shit, I don't have to sell it anymore. And then you accidentally start downplaying everything because you don't want to disappoint anybody. It's a really weird deal. You start trying to sell it for the first five years. Yeah. And then you go, uh, I'm going to let it sell itself. And when you start that let it sell itself thing, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I just tried to sell it to everybody that's listening to this by saying how good it heals. So <laughs> I'm full of shit. Uh, what's the difference between justice and revenge? I have an answer. One word, emotion. But go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, it's just emotion. emotion. You know, it's just emotion. You know, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> so, I feel like you, you know the shooting that happened, right? You know, in Wisconsin. No, I don't. Which one? The the Canadian was it shooting. AR in the face? Yeah, dude. Okay, so I I, ba- <laughs> I hate laughing right now. I'm sorry. Bailey told me. The recap that Daniel get her boyfriend gave her right before she got to work, and the way that Daniel was describing it to her, and then her describing it to me, I'm sure something got lost in translation. <laughs> but I heard so there's this dude strapped with an M16, right? And he's walking down the road, and he's like, "There's cops right there. Fuck it, I'm gonna walk by with an M16." And then he popped this motherfucker in the face. Then he popped this motherfucker in the face. Then he fell, popped that dude in the face. Then they chased him, and then he popped that dude in the face, and he just popped everybody right in the fucking face. That's pretty much all I heard, though. Is in the face M16. I'm gonna say it was first off probably an AR. I doubt anybody's rocking an M16. That's old and heavy as fuck. Yeah, it was an AR. Okay. A little 17-year-old kid. Um, and they were basically supp- a militia that was supposed to be out there protecting businesses. So they did have him recorded where he was, like, taking spray paint off walls. Yeah. Um, somebody had set a garbage can on fire, and he came over with a fire extinguisher to try to, you know, put it out. So somebody hit him with a Molotov ca- uh, cocktail. You know, he threw, threw it yeah. at him. It was the guy that he popped in the face. The first guy he popped in the face. So is this like we have video that can prove this is how that went down so yeah. far? And Okay. So far sounds good. The dude, you know, shoots him in the face. It happens to be a fucking registered sex offender. Oh. Who, you know, served 12 and a half years in Arizona. <laughs> and people are such an uproar because they're like, there should not be a 17-year-old out there. And he popped him in the face. I was like, well, he was being threatening. You know, he did throw him a fucking cocktail. Well, no, if you throw a fucking Molotov cocktail and there's a fire there, you are trying to kill me. Yeah. That's what that is. There's no ifs, ands, <laughs> so, or buts about that. They're so upset about it. And they're like, he just got lucky and happened to, you know, kill somebody. The guy that didn't deserve to die, I was like, well, <laughs> well, if you really hate homos like me. And they're like, oh, well, you know, the the age difference. I was like, what do you mean the age difference? They're like, well, the girl that he was messing with 15, he was 18. I was like, it was obviously severe enough that the parents felt to press charges. I was like, and he, you know, served 12 and a half years. I was like, in a state where his father was an attorney. Can I just send sex, defend sex offenders for three seconds? Yeah. yeah. All right. Mooning. We'll get you listed. Now, you know the yeah. charges this guy yeah. caught. I will say the word sex offender, we use it like the word drugs. Mm-hmm. And I think we should say child molester, rapist, sexual assaulter, yeah. like the crime. Yeah. Because when we blanket it all together, there are – it's very rare. But there are people that like can't live near a school because they mooned somebody when they were 20. Yeah. And it's like, dude, he was fucking drunk. It's Austin. Like people just yeah. do dumb shit. That being said, that's the only exception I know of for that list mm-hmm. is like mooning people or – I mean flashing usually you should probably get in some kind of trouble. I don't, know. <laughs> like, I don't want to see your dick, but I don't think you should go to jail if I see your dick. But yeah, if my it was kids a, see your dick, I want you to go to jail. was a level three? What's a level three? Um, between the age of 12, 12 to 16. Okay. Um, she was you know, 15. 
So she was a minor. He was an adult. Mm-hmm. The parents pressed charges. I like. I don't know. We can't know the situation. I can't say for sure he deserved to die because that's a strange like. Oh, a yeah, short yeah, yeah. Age Most gap. But um, I would I would even go as far as to say I don't. I'm guessing off of that one thing alone. Maybe he doesn't deserve to die. Mm-hmm. But there's probably a lot more to the story if especially if his dad's an attorney and the parents press charges like you said like yeah like there's a reason we just don't know what it is yeah i mean and there was two charges of it too because told him don't be fucking around with this girl stop Mm -hmm. it then here comes another one because you won't stop messing around with her and then also you try to fucking mess around with your fucking ankle monitor and you got a lifetime um uh registered uh what is it Um, registered sex offender you have to you know yeah so, so he sounds like the kind of guy that would throw a Molotov cocktail at a guy by a fiery barrel. Yeah. So I I'm I don't know him, <laughs> and I hate to just offer a small amount of information yeah. and say I'm cool with it. So far, I see no problems with this guy no longer being alive, my personal taste. Yeah, and then he went and popped off, you know, some other, you know, they ran after him after he left the scene. Yeah. Um, they ran after him, and some kid fucking tried to smack him with a skateboard, which I was like, why are you going to try to... Smack Guy's got a gun. You hit him with a skateboard. He hit him with a skateboard. He did. <laughs> so then he's the one that got shot in the chest. Which they have a picture of this guy. You know, kind of crying. You know, yeah. where he has the gunshot. But behind him, it looks like there's a guy getting hit from another guy. There's a picture. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm being serious, man. You can look <laughs> I it up. You. And the guy's there, like you know, he's uh, you know he's obviously in pain. Yeah. And then I don't know where you just see this dude's ass cheeks, and there's like another dude with like a beard, like right where. <laughs> Where, did, where was this? Milwaukee? Yeah, Wisconsin. Okay, yeah, you said me Wisconsin. Uh, it's it's right. uh, Kenesha, Wisconsin. Okay. So, um, and then the other one was a guy that was posing to be like, oh, I'm going to be your medic. I'm going to try to help you because you just got smacked in the face. Well, while he's trying to come down him, he fucking pulls out a pistol. He's trying to shoot this kid. Shoot, shoot, the kid shoots him in the fucking bicep. Oh, my God. So here's... Every time after the fact, you can always go over everything that went yeah. wrong. I'm not saying I would do any better there. Let's say I'm stupid enough to decide I'm going after this dude that's got an AR that just shot somebody in the fucking face rather than calling 911 and getting in my car and just seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. That's how I do shit. I'll, I'll be like, way the fuck back here. Like, hey, uh, this fool looks like he's like See, 15 years old. there's an irony behind that because they're protesting police. Well, I need the police. <laughs> so that's what I, I'm need, I need police in my life, sir. But so it was the funny part about it. It's like after they got shot, they didn't want the police now. They're like, you know, one guy was over there, and the funny thing is, the guy got shot in the arm. He's screaming medic, like he's playing Call of Duty. Oh my! Like, hey, bro, this isn't Call of Duty, <laughs> man. You can't just scream medic. And first of all, it's Doc. You don't scream medic. It's Doc. Okay. Second of all, there's not going to be no fucking medic. Was he in the military previously or something? You think? No. Okay, I was gonna say if he was, if he was prior service and he had been deployed, I totally get why. He just he, your brain's not gonna be like I'm in Wisconsin. It's gonna be like I got shot. No, that's Call of Duty. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. People that's get way too into that shit. Definitely Call of Duty. People get way too into that shit. He got shot in the arm and he's like poking it and he's like medic, medic. <laughs> oh like you can hear him yelling. And I'm like, there's no medic, dude. There's no fucking medic just walking around. And that other guy just didn't uh, respawn, so this isn't Call of Duty, man. All so. right, so. Here's where I'm at. Let's say I'm the dude trying to stop the dude and I do have a pistol on me. As I do right now. I got a new Glock 43X. Have you seen those fuckers? Yes. Full handle. I hate you. I love it. (laughs) I fucking love it, dog. So I had to get it off my brother, though. He had one and I was like, dude, I've been trying to find one ever since you showed me. He goes, you want to buy it? And I was like, yeah, I'll give you more than it's worth. And he was like, nah, it's cool. And he was like in a good mood that day. So he sold it to me for like what he, not what he had in it, but what he had to pay to get another one. 
And then he'll he's probably got one by now. But yeah. like if not, he can go get himself one. And that is for the record, legal shit in case anybody wants to fucking report me. That's not illegal. It's not a straw purchase. I bought a gun off of him. He already had it before I even knew they existed. Fuck you. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> <All facts. laughs> people be like, straw purchase? No. That's no. that's where you send somebody in to buy it. Totally different. I can legally buy a gun and my brother knows this. I'm not a felon. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I just like, people get weird when they hear shit. Oh my God. So, oh my God. He purchased a fucking, he carries a firearm in his yeah. pants. Yeah, bitch, I don't have a dick. I gotta have a gun. Anyway, <laughs> here's what's happening. I would not, but if I did, I wouldn't draw my gun. If I ran up to him and was like, hey, dude, let me help you with that, that he had some kind of wound he's trying to help him with, I would just help him with the wound, get him to set the gun down, and I would wait till the fucking cops showed up, and I would just, he knows I'm helping him, he can't shoot me. Mm -hmm. And then when the cops show up, I go, I'm just saving lives out here, bro, Mm -hmm. and I hope I don't get shot. That's what I would do if I were trying to... I wouldn't fucking pull. Why would you pull your gun when you're three feet from somebody? That's my thing, man. You know, you know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Why the fuck are you gonna try to take a pistol when this dude got a fucking automatic <laughs> I got a, rifle? I got a thirty-two. <laughs> Let me take out this nine real quick and try to shoot you while you got some fucking five-five-six thing. And I just saw he popped the dude in the head. Yeah, like, and you know he's like that's the thing. My my head is like. He's I'm not mode. sure if I'm willing to shoot somebody over any situation. I think I know what happens. Mm-hmm. I could tell you, I think if somebody comes in here, like actually we were talking about this when we because of this. I was like, if somebody comes in here with a fucking AR and they're trying to take all their shit, I'm like, here's the laptop. There's the fucking phone. If you want an iPhone yeah. X, uh, there's like a hundred bucks in my backpack. There's a little weed in there if you want it. Hands are up, man. You're good. This watch is worth like five grand. Go ahead. Um... <laughs> I'm like, I got insurance. We're cool. There's no reason for me to pull the gun out. Yeah. It's smarter to do that. That being said, I don't know if my instincts would allow me to be rational. I don't know if I'd just be like, pop, 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 pop. Man, it only holds 10. Shit. Get the extra. Pop, 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 pop. I got one in my toolbox. Pop, pop, pop. I don't know. And you don't until you're there. So it's hard to judge, but I'm not fucking running after people. I'll tell you that for sure. That's what I was saying. <laughs> you know, there was like so many people saying, catch that motherfucker, this and that. He just shot somebody and they're running at him with nothing. Some Dude. guy threw him like a beer bottle. Maybe that's Call of Duty too. These motherfuckers think once they get shot, they reboot. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I said, one of them, you know, hit him with a beer bottle. The other one went at him with a fucking skateboard. The moment the dude hops off of him, the dude just turns around, just pow, happens to shoot him in the chest. Yeah. And then the next one comes up to him or whatever, trying to, like, provide some type of, like, fucking, you know, life-saving support for him. Which And then he pulls out a pistol. I see a pistol. Dude, you're dead. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. Dead. Yeah, for sure. Dude, we had a situation in front of the shop one time. Uh, I don't know if you ever met Jason Jimenez, but he used to work here. Mm-hmm. He had a buddy named Duder. His actual name's not Duder. His name's Devin. But he's a really cool guy. And, I mean, he was a little wild, but he was fun. And he would hang out at the shop sometimes, and he had a different way of approaching everything than I do, kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. There was a guy outside verbally arguing with his girlfriend, wife, something. They were not striking each other. Therefore, this has nothing to do with my job. I'm just like, yell at her all you want. I don't give a fuck. That's between you two. She can leave you. That goes on for like two minutes, and I'm like, all right, we should monitor what's happening because it looks like maybe there's going to be a fucking a hand thrown soon and duder's like you don't wait till people get hit you fucking stop him i was like that's logical as fuck sir and i fully agree with the concept but i'm gonna stay right the fuck here he goes out there and the guy reaches for a gun like he's like hey get the fuck off of her 
And they go back and forth for a minute. And he's like, she's my bitch. I can do whatever the fuck I want. He's like, nobody's your bitch, stupid. Like, fucking leave her alone. And then he offered to let her come inside. And that way we got a door between us. We got guns. You stay outside. We're good. But the guy reached for a gun. So Duder fucking pulls his finger on the trigger, ready to go. And the guy comes up with his hands like, whoop, no gun. We spin him around, check, he has no gun. He reached for an invisible gun, hoping Duder didn't have a gun. Turns out Duder had a gun. He was fucking a millisecond from getting shot in the fucking chest. <laughs> like, and I was like, you, Duder, that's the thing. I was very impressed. I was like, all right, so a lot of people have not, Duder lives in that situation. Yeah. A lot of people haven't. As soon as they see you go behind your fucking thing, they draw and shoot. They don't think like, let me wait till I see a gun. Then we'd have to explain, well, we thought he had a gun. Mm -hmm. We'd have five witnesses that said it looked like he was reaching for a gun. And then his crazy-ass tweaker girlfriend's going to be like, no, he loves me, and now he's dead, and all kinds of shit. Then we got to go to court. Now, I will say most likely Duder would have probably got a small charge and not like been charged with murder. But that could be manslaughter. That could be murder. Mm -hmm. That could be assault with a deadly weapon. That could be no charge at all because you were defending yourself. Mm -hmm. And it just depends on how court plays out. And I'm just like, fuck, that was stressful as fuck. Like, and the thing with him is he's like, ah, fuck it, I'll go to prison. He's like a registered nurse, but he could still, he's like, hey, it's just a career. I'm like, he, yeah, like he's just different than me. And that's the thing with the, with the 17 year old, you know, everybody's, you know, harping on it. I was like, y'all just got to wait. I was like, yeah, know, he's innocent until proven guilty. So, yeah, you know, I mean, they, they're going to have to watch so many fucking videos, you know, they have to, it's going to take a while, but yeah, to be perfectly well, honest, I thought it was self-defense. Yeah, but it's like self-defense and then how many people do you have to defend yourself against? Like, why are people still attacking him? It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, why? Like, and I'm not saying there's any laws against this. I don't know what the state-to-state -state regulations on rifles are. Generally speaking, most places you're not supposed to own any gun until you're 18. Mm -hmm. And you can't purchase a pistol until you're 21, but you can own one. Mm -hmm. But you can't carry it. You can yeah. own it. You can have it at your house. Some states in your Which vehicle. Which they're going to get him for that. You know, it's illegal the fact right. that he had it. And then the fact that he well, was Well, is from... it though? Is it for um, sure? Yeah, he has okay. to be 18. Okay. And then he crossed state lines. He was from Illinois, went to yeah. Wisconsin, which well, it was a 30-minute drive. So right. it's kind of like Duncan to Lawton. Yes. You know, it's like I went to Wichita Falls. Falls. Yeah. Um, and that's when people are like, oh, my God, he crossed state lines and he no, went to shot federal. people. It's like, yeah. man, it's like you going to Wichita Falls and going to a fucking protest over right. there. And, and let's say Lawton was way smaller and – and Lawton was like the size of Duncan and there's no issues. And then I can go do something I think is helping, which mm -hmm. falls. my thing is I don't understand why a 17 year old kid is out there mm -hmm. trying to do this. I don't understand what the purpose of it was. I need to look into it. But yeah. like, so was it like a libertarian thing? Like we don't need police. We are the police type thing. It was uh, from what they said, it was a militia that was out there to help protect businesses. And it's okay. just a group. I forgot what they were called. They all went out there and they were supposed to protect businesses because they were going to burn down businesses they right. were planning on and stuff like that. And I have a huge problem with all groups. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> that's essentially like what they were, what he was there for. Yeah. It's just that it got heated, you know, because he saw a burning trash can, decided to pull it out. Somebody throws a freaking. That's fucking loud over there. Somebody throws a freaking cocktail at him, yeah. you know. But, okay, what, like, here's, here's my whole thoughts on the situation. If he's 17 and it's an AR. Mm-hmm. In my head, he would go, okay, I'm 17. It's probably illegal for me to walk around with this. Somebody might at least question me about it. So I'll pack a pistol because nobody's going to see it until it comes out. No, nah, man, the cops passed them and everything. Right, that's what I heard. Yeah, they, they handed him out water. You know, before everything that happened, they were handing him out water. And hey, man, we appreciate honestly, what you're doing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Like, I like that, and I like that he was able to, and they weren't. Because, okay, in the United States, the way it's supposed to work is if I have a gun and I'm not doing anything wrong and I'm not in a state where you've made it illegal and I'm just walking around with, like, a fucking AR strapped to my back, you don't have a reason to ask me what I'm doing with it. I personally think the fact that I have an AR is a huge red flag. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, why not just a pistol that's concealed? But... If they don't have probable cause to question you about it and ask you some questions, then they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. My opinion, though, is I think depends on who you ask. I would say probably like a dude that looks young with an AR seems probable cause to ask how old he is at mm-hmm. least. Like ask him a question, try to get an answer. But I can almost guarantee you they're libertarian as fuck, and they'd be like, uh, "Am I being detained? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Why did the libertarian cross the road? I don't know. Am I being detained? <laughs> That's the whole joke. It's funny as fuck." <laughs> I'm a genius. Didn't even come up with that myself. Um, can we go over two more things and then finish it up? Yeah. And then can you remind me what to Google to find all those pictures? Because I want to see dudes blowing each other. That's my main thing. Also, my second main thing is I want to know why this dude, what the fuck was happening? The, name, the, kid, the kid's name is Kyle Rittenbaum. And then just look up Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay, if I just shooting. look up Wisconsin shooting, it'll look. Yeah. Uh, or 17-year-old shooting. <laughs> <laughs> This is a really fun one. Oh, God. If you could press a button and receive $1 million, but one stranger would die, would you press the button? And if so, how many times? I love how they add how many times. 50! Pop, 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 pop. Fuck yeah. No, I wouldn't push it. Fuck you. I would push it. Would you? Push it. Push the fucking button. the thing is, what if you find out afterwards that the stranger, you have to watch a video of how they died and you know it was your fault? Is that worth a million bucks? <laughs> ah, a stranger could be me. I like, mean, no, the I know thing you. is, you can pick the tr- the stranger. So no, no, like, no, no, no. It's saying a stranger, oh, like it's at random. Stranger? Yeah, you. No, no, no. You push a button, a stranger will die. You don't know the details. My thing is, I would want to know more details. I'd be like, is the stranger uh, the dude that fucking blew up the Oklahoma City thing? Timothy, Mc- I think he's dead. Yeah. But is it Timothy McVeigh, or is it like? my kid's teacher because mm-hmm. there's a huge difference i don't need no teachers dying although that's another thing schools are about to get all shut the fuck down dude yeah like uh our babysitter yesterday was like she said every time somebody gets there's been a lot of cases at her school they've been in session for about a week every time somebody gets a case the whole class goes on quarantine so each person gets sent home does online school can't leave the room i was like we need better test man that's yeah. fucking harsh anyway uh i think i'd still push the I know you would. What is... One million dollars. You know, it it sounds like a lot. I bet it's not once you get it. (laughs) Like, I bet it's not that big of a deal. I know a bunch of millionaires. They don't seem to be any different. Now, if I could push it a lot, I'd be like... Right. It said how many times? Would you do 50? 50. All right. 50. 100? Would you do 100? Here's the thing, though. If you do 200, you have $200 million. And you could use $100 million to make the whole, like, you could end fucking, not world hunger, but you could end hunger for a while. You could end homelessness in the whole country for, a, like, a couple I feel months. Like that. If, if it you was could, like, so yeah. you just keep pushing the button and doing good shit with it. And you go, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm going to save some lives with it. You save for every million dollars. You could legally, you could probably figure out a way to save 10 lives for every million dollars. And then you pick the lives you save. So there's me justifying you being a fucking malicious person. Um, <laughs> what would you, what would be that. the most ethical way to give away $5 million? Most ethical way to give away $5 million. That's hard. Like you got $5 million, you can't keep it. What do you do with it? 
I would give it to my homies. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? Actually, I'd pay for blowjobs with it. Hook them hookers up. That sounds fun. You get free blowjobs. <laughs> Hold on. Scoot back. That mic's under you. Oh. It's being weird. You're, um, like, you're like past it like this. See, you hear that? And I, hear that. I was deep in thought. You were deep. <laughs> <laughs> you stay deep in thoughts. As soon as you're done thinking, you get in a thought. And you That's go deep. That's what it sounds like with my dicks in a woman's mouth. <laughs> um, I can't make blowjob noises in a microphone. I don't know how people do that. That's weird. Um, I would honestly, if it had to be like an ethical way, I'd give it to the shelters, kid shelters. Kids, see, I like it. I like kids because they usually haven't done near as much fucked up shit. And they still have a, a fuck ton of there's, potential. Yeah, there's potential left. Like, I'm not saying a 50 year old can't turn it around, but usually a 50 year old homeless dude. I feel a whole lot less bad than the 50-year-old homeless dude that has a kid's kids. Like, mm-hmm. I feel bad for the kid. I'm like, man, like, this kid hasn't had to get to, got to choose any of this shit yet. Clearly, if you're homeless, it's not always 100% your fault, but you made at least one bad choice once. You know, and that's the thing, you know, whenever I worked at the, the, at the shelter, that was that was my biggest issue with it. Like, these kids did not choose their life right. at if, all. If you're under about 15, you have very little control of your life. And the fact that, you know, the moment they arrived in the shelter, they pumped them up, pumped them up with, you know, pills and stuff like that. So now they're dependent on the system. Yeah. So it's like, I think I would do something like that where it's like, it's they're not owned by the system. They so can just have, come in. Well, you have $5 million to give away. You could, in Lawton, you could open a facility, build a building, hire, mostly work with volunteers. Get all the legal shit done, probably for around a million. Mm-hmm. Put four million in a savings account for the business, and use that to maintain. I'm calling it a business for the charity, whatever. To maintain all your overhead, and then start doing things to where you can get donors. That way, that fucking four million that's left doesn't because it's gonna go fast. I think it would be a million in the facility, and then a million into marijuana, for the yeah. simple fact that I hate that the moment these kids show up, they give them pills instead of giving them. Like, I feel like marijuana yeah. would be a lot more help to them and I more think, beneficial. I think if you're under about 25, the best thing is nothing. Yeah. Like the best thing is no, including weed. I love weed, but I think if you're under, if you're not fully developed, the smartest move for most people is going to be nothing. Mm-hmm. If they need something, the smartest move is always weed, though. Yeah. Like, that was my so, thing. Yeah. You know, because I showed up and it's like, you know, I would have to, in the morning, uh, lunchtime, and then in the yeah. evening, I have to give them pills. There was one kid, he was 12 years old, he was popping 18 pills a day. Oh, my God. I'm like, first of all, you're killing his liver. And his Second kidneys all, and his fucking heart, probably. Like I'm having issues waking him up in the morning to the point that I'm thinking he's dead sometimes. So, obviously, it's making him slow. Yeah. Really slow. I was like, this kid would definitely benefit off of some type of, you know, right. MJ. But the thing is, if you tell him, if you go, okay, we're going through the whole thing. We got four volunteers, one called in sick today, and we got one dude that's getting paid. And we have 50 fucking kids. They think of it as a logistics issue, and they go, "What? How do you handle fifty kids? Well, you turn them into four kids. The rest are asleep and zombified. Mm-hmm. Like you, you take the energy of fifty kids, you reduce it to the energy of five kids, and five people can handle five kids, no problem. So we got to get them all, taught like real tame. And tame is usually bad if mm-hmm. you're like, man, my kid, like he does some. And I, Asher's gonna listen to this when he's thirty and feel like I'm an asshole. I love you, buddy. Sometimes he gets on my nerves. He's tired. Like he's fucking. He never gets tired. He runs. He's fucking energetic as shit. And I fully support his right to do that because I know he needs to get that energy out. 
And I know kids learn more when they're playing than they learn in school. Mm -hmm. So, like, that motherfucker's doing karate moves on it. He's got a fucking Wave Master uh, punching bag in it. A Craftsman <laughs> Wave Master in his bedroom. And then he's got a hanging bag that we – it's not hanging, though. He does, like, uh, jujitsu moves on mm -hmm. it. He beats the shit out of a 50-pound bag. Then he stands up, beats the shit out of a fucking water bag, like the, the Wave Masters mm -hmm. that are – I think it's five feet – um, kicks it, punches it, jumps off of his bed on top of it, makes it bounce and throws him back onto his bed, runs circles around it. I mean, by all definitions, most people would be like, this kid needs to be medicated. This motherfucker gets shit done, son. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fucking stifle anything with him. He's, he's an incredibly athletic little dude and he gets shit done and he's using his energy to learn. Like, he's, he's new, putting new moves on the fucking bag. Yeah. If, if somebody went and tripped your average kid and they got up and they punched him, your average kid would not be okay. My son wouldn't fucking get punched. He'd fucking double leg you, take your shit out, and then lock you up. And then if you got up, he has no training on anything other than jujitsu. He'll still kick you right in the fucking face, though. Like, and I'm not saying it's a good thing to do. I'm saying it's a good thing to have. Like, I like that he just developed that. He's just like, oh, shit, I can kick you in the face. Oh, shit. There's my alarm saying we need to cut it out pretty soon. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I set that for a reason. I was like, I'm trying to do movie night about nine o'clock. So if I set an alarm at eight, psh, we're good to go. Let's do one more. Okay. Are people ethically obligated to improve themselves? No. No? Damn, that was quick. Okay. So follow up my own question. What percentage of people do you think actively do attempt to improve themselves? Right now? Yeah, and I'm going to say in America because, you know, let's go with what we know. I would say 60 not, 40 do. See, okay, I was like 60? Yeah, 40% you think actively try to improve themselves? I would have said three actively. <laughs> Legitimately, <laughs> I would have said three. Um, 3%? But, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, okay. Well, See, the thing is the people that stick in my head are the ones that are trying to improve themselves. The people I remember – like, I can go over a list and name people, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm wrong. There's a bunch of people. But I can tell you for sure that I could name five or six places mm -hmm. where all of their employees, with the exception of one or two, that have hundreds if not thousands of employees, almost all their employees, make a conscious effort not to improve. Um, and I think that's part of their job. I mm -hmm. think it's they just go, oh, this is what we do. We do our job. We're complacent, and we, we're cool with it, and we make enough money. And... I think a lot of my clients are working on something. Most people, like, they might not be working that hard. Up. Most people, you're probably right because most people diet or they work out a little or they they read a book every now and then or they listen to a podcast that's not just entertaining every now and then. But, like, at least once a week I have to tell somebody what a podcast is. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know what a podcast is? Like, and I'm not trying to tell anybody that I tattoo to listen to this. Mm -hmm. I, I, like, I've told, like, five or six people, like, dude, you're fucking hilarious. I'm like, <laughs> ah, well, I got a podcast. You should listen to it. They're like, huh. They never do, but the people that I tell them I heard something on a podcast or I tell Jason in front of them, they're like, what's a podcast? I'm like, how the fuck are you 36 years old? You don't know what a podcast <laughs> is. What the fuck? You don't even have a phone? Like, And I'm like, look, it's already in your phone. Apple Podcasts, it's in mm -hmm. there. You got Spotify? You got it. You got fucking Pandora? You got it. YouTube? You got it. Um, and I think – so I'm obsessed with it. I'm constantly trying to improve myself to a point that it's a fucking fault. Like what I need to do is stop trying to improve myself because the biggest thing that gets in my way is me constantly trying new shit. Yeah. Like there's a sweet spot and I'm extreme on but the bad side. I feel like it's also because you're a very self-driven person. 
you know, your 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 upbringing. Well, who's supposed to drive me? <laughs> you know, there's other people that depend on other people to be like, oh no, yeah, you're, right. you're fucking you're right. doing great. You know, yeah. keep on fucking going. Yeah. I wake up and I'm I'm like, you know, you know, you have those people that are like, come on, get up. You know, yeah. you're gonna be great today. And I feel like that's all those kids that are woken up. They're like, oh my god, you're such a ray of sunshine. Like, <laughs> oh my, and it's like, no, dude, tell me fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, him, it, you got a, you got your son that's fucking fifteen years old. It smells like fucking you know Camelas and Bengay in his fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do shit for himself. Motivate him. Yeah, wake take him away, up. Yeah, take with shit. Don't give him anything. Let him mow the grass for money. And you know, I feel like there's not like you know, like you said, there's not a lot of self-driven right people. Well, out but there. I mean, but like, okay, I agree with what you're saying, but. Mm-hmm. Who, if not me, would motivate me? Like, if, okay, my wife's great. If mm-hmm. I relied on my fucking wife to be like, I need you to get up and get it today, she'd be like, mm-hmm. well, he deserves to relax. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're like, so, like, what's the point? People, there's there's certain people, I, I like to say, you know, we're lone wolves. Yeah. We can be alone. Yeah. And still consistently fucking progress. Yes. For ourselves. We Whereas do better other, in packs, but we, we can do everything ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Whereas other people, they need to have like, this little like entourage behind but them. Do they? Do they yeah. think that, or do they? Is that real? Because I think once you convince yourself, it's probably hard to unconvince yourself. Mm-hmm. But okay, it's like, ah, shit. If you try to convince me I need people, it would be impossible. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> but like, I mean, it would be real hard for somebody to say, no, man, you can't expect people to just get out of bed and do work for the fulfillment of the work being done. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I want to fucking do shit. Like, yeah. like, and that, like, I remember last time you said, like, I wasn't raised to see color is why I'm not racist as fuck. And I was like, <laughs> no, nah, dog, trust me, I'm from Oklahoma. I was raised to see color. But um, I will say, like, there was a huge good part of my upbringing that was, like, work ethic and to a point that I think it's a fault now. Like, I'm looking at it like, dude, I know what I'm capable of and I know what I've done before. I can work 120 hours a week. That leaves, like, two hours of sleep or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's not much. But... I don't want to, mm-hmm. and I used to think, well, you don't want to, but you got to. Now I'm like, no, I don't. I, my bills are paid. That's all that matters. Like, once your bills are paid, everything else is for the kids. But my kids are getting old enough that now I'm like, oh shit, they're like, like I'm realizing. I know people told me, and I thought I knew when they were like, fucking, the oldest was three. Nah, those motherfuckers grow up real quick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't like the idea of saving anything for later and going like, oh, well, I'll do this in retirement. I don't give a fuck about retirement. I don't plan to retire. I plan to shift. Like, let's say I can't tattoo anymore because I'm so old. I'll fucking hope this podcast has got a, at least, like, enough <laughs> listeners to pay the bills. And I'll be like, oh, back in my day, mm-hmm. uh, bread was a nickel. Um, but until then, I have no fucking plans to stop ever because mm-hmm. when you start planning, like, once I get there, then you're just lying to yourself. You're going like, oh, once I get to this, I'm like, why the fuck would you retire? But you see, that's also that other mentality of, like, the self-driven person. Yeah. But why the you fuck would you not? You never see yourself retire. Like I don't see myself ever retiring. I don't ever. I don't think I ever want to. Why would you? You know, I just. I, I want to have something to do. Like it, it can be Saturday. Right. I give myself shit to do. Me too, dude. My <laughs> wife today it was so funny. I was like, okay, yesterday we watched three episodes of Lucifer, which is like a one-hour show. Mm-hmm. I watched three, count them, one, two, motherfucking three episodes of a one-hour show in the day with my wife on the fucking beanbag. With only 565 interruptions from the kids. Maybe 566. I don't know. But we got through it. 
and we watched it and I did that and I was like, oh man, I wish every Sunday was like, this is fucking great. Like we just chilled, we went and got food, ate with the kids, did a little plane, like got some shit done. Like we went to Target and bought the bedding we needed. It's like, it was easy. It was a good day. It was easy. I only enjoyed that because I almost never get to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And then I go, man, I can't wait to fucking close up the back porch, turn that shit into a room. I'm going to do like a ceiling like this. Yeah. And, and she was like, didn't you just say you wanted to relax? And I was like, yeah, I did. Like, I just relaxed. We're good for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> I'm saying. You know, some people are working towards their retirement because yeah. they just want to relax. Whereas some of us are like, nah, man, like I'm going to continue working. Yeah. I'm going to continue stacking. I'm yeah. going to continue doing this. I'm gonna... And I feel like that's that self-driven well, Tim Ferriss, who seems like a douchebag from his book, but I liked his book, has a book <laughs> called Three Hour Workweek. And the way he established himself was real weird. He did like one of those supplement things where you like order the shit from China, they package it for you and everything, and it's all like drop ship. You don't even touch it. Mm -hmm. Like you get the sample, you see if you like it, and then you do all your marketing online. And when people like it, they order it, and it comes directly from the factory that made it. And all you did was the advertising and the formulating which they tell you like we have 67 different vitamin whatever mm -hmm. you just put them together that's how he amassed this huge fucking fortune that got him to where it's like now it's time to write a book now it's time to start a podcast now it's time to do it now he's really fucking rich um because he's invested in other things that's not floating him but he legitimately at the time was working around three hours a week making millions of dollars and he had the coolest thing i've ever fucking heard about vacations he's like why wait till you're 60 and retire when you could take one to three months off every year and it'd be the same amount of money at the end of your life. Mm -hmm. Like right now I take a vacation, usually this year's weird. Usually we take too many vacations. But let's go over the, expensive of, the expenses of a vacation and compare it to Tim Ferriss's model. I would go to Italy with my wife, spend, I got a really good deal on the tickets, 600 a piece. Pay probably two grand for the house for 10 days. Um, have that as a default. Then when we went to Rome, cause it's four and a half hours away, we fucking stayed in a hotel that was like two fifty a night, uh, and then we had to rent a car. The car company charged us four times for the car we rented once because they fucking hate Americans apparently, and they've done that a bunch. And I looked into it; it happens to everybody. You just gotta cancel your card as soon as you leave Europe. Um, but if we didn't do that, probably five hundred bucks on a car, all this shit. And his thing was, you pay for the plane ticket, and you pay for the car if you want or whatever. But if you pay for a month in a hotel. Um, it's very expensive. If you pay for a month in an apartment that's already furnished, like something like Airbnb, but you go find one in person, you go, hey, I just need that apartment. Like furnished apartments for like dorms near colleges and shit, just pay them cash, do a month. If you pay them by the month, it'll probably be $1,000. If you pay for 10 days, it'll probably be fucking $2,000. So do the month. Mm -hmm. So it's cheaper for your room and board for you to do the month. It actually costs less money and you're there three times longer. Mm -hmm. And then your plane ticket, you buy it once instead of going on three separate trips to different places. You go once for fucking three months or however long you want. And I was like, damn, he's right. And mm -hmm. I started looking into it. There's, You can do a dope fucking one month long vacation. I can't do it. I, we did two weeks. I was fucking Jones into do some tattoos. I came back, I was like, fuck vacation. What's a fucking tattoo? Like I did a free tattoo like two days ago just because I was like, fuck, I got to do another one. I was yeah. like, just... Um, but the idea is great. Like everybody waits till they're 60 for the golden years. And then they're like, just their, their thought on it is I'll sit on the beach and fucking sip margaritas. And what actually happens is they watch Fox news and melt their fucking brain. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, I went and saw mama and papa. That's my wife's grandparents. They're dope as fuck, but they've melted their motherfucking brains. And people always talk about dementia and shit that happens when you get older. 
I bet if you kept using your brain, it would happen a little later. I'm sure yeah. we're not meant to be 100, but like there has to be something to you stopped using it. So you started losing it. If I go three days without fucking my dick gets smaller. Yeah. True story. See, you said, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> atrophy's real as fuck. Like you need to stretch your dick out. Your di- that's why your dick's so big. You're just fucking all these hoes all the time. You got this fucking monster <laughs> hug. But I'm just saying like your brain is the same way. Your brain requires constant attention, exercise, and fucking it, you need to think about shit. So you can do – this is a fun experiment you're going to do now, especially when you fucking start cutting in the real world. When you're doing a haircut on somebody and you're talking to them and they seem dumb as fuck, try to figure out what they do for a living, what their average weekend looks like, and what they're doing to challenge themselves. And then when you see the opposite, do the same. And you will always see – and this is from, I've been tattooing 13 years and I've been doing it for about 10. Like I've been paying attention, real good attention for about 10. Almost always the people that are doing shit that keeps them sharp is the only reason they're sharp. Mm-hmm. Is not, you like, you wouldn't just be smart forever. If you're just like born with a good brain, you mm-hmm. might figure shit out, but you're not going to figure out anything if you're not trying to. Yeah. So I think that causes, I think it has something to do with dementia. And that was from Dr. Andrew Patterson. You guys can fucking take that to the bank. I'm a doctor. (laughs) But for real, anything else you want to get out of here? Uh, Go fuck some bitches or something? I'm going to go home, but you can go fuck some bitches. I'm going to go cook. You go cook? What are you going to cook? Ground turkey and green beans. I'm cutting, man. Yeah. Ground turkey? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So ground turkey, is that like ground beef, like a hamburger? But how do you? But turkey. turkey. I understand. Well, like, okay, like shredded Mm -hmm. is different than ground. Yeah. It's the same thing as ground beef. Except it's supposed to be leaner than, you know. So ground ground beef. Ground, ground turkey and lots of water. I'm and assuming. green beans. And green beans. Some potatoes. Every some butter. Day. Put some butter on it. You gonna eat some ice Seasoning. cream? Seasoning. Man, I fucking wish I could have ice cream right now. Ugh. I went to go get my windows tinted today, and then you know, I'm first day of cut. I'm like, okay, it's gonna be a great fucking day. Get to a window tint place, and the guy's eating some Tom's barbecue chips, and that's the <laughs> first thing I cut out is carbs, and mm-hmm. I'm like. About three laps. <laughs> fucking barbecue chips. <laughs> it's been like six smell. hours. I can't. Barbecue handle. chips smell real good right yeah. now. And it's so well, weird because your senses become yeah. a lot stronger. Oh, dude, when I did the intermittent fasting thing, every food smelled good. <laughs> food, I didn't. I'd be like, pickles? Fuck yeah. I hate pickles. I didn't give a fuck. Like the first two or three days was rough. After that, I love it. I wish it was easier for me to make it a lifestyle model, mm-hmm. but. I take three days off a week, and I like to go eat with the kids and shit. I'm like, this is not going to happen. I'm lucky you don't have kids, you know, when you're trying to do this. For that kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, especially we do, like, the home-cooked meal every night at 6. Everybody gets together. Or, like, with us, we go to Kudo, usually one of Mm -hmm. my days off every week. Like, there's this – it's like, man – I could just be a little bit fat. It's fine. Like, that's that's, (laughs) – and but the difference is, like, okay, first off, the mindset. This Mm -hmm. is what we've been talking about for a while. Like, you really, really want to build the muscles, get huge, get small, fucking get cut, whatever different cra- – you mm-hmm. do a lot of shit with your body. It's crazy. I don't. Mm-hmm. We have different things motivating us for different reasons, but we both challenge ourselves constantly. Yeah. I challenge myself with myself with dumb shit now. I ran out of – like, tattooing's still a challenge, so I have that. But, like, I like podcasting's fucking hard, dog. It doesn't sound like it. It's like you're just talking. I am. This part's easy. Trying to not be like, okay, now I'm going to invest money into advertising. No, I don't want to put money into fucking advertising it. But like figuring out how you're going to get it out there without being pushy. There's a lot of weird shit that goes into it. And I enjoy that because that's not my normal element. My normal element now is people come to me for tattoos. I don't have to come to them to ask them yeah. that anymore. So now I need this so I can beg people to listen to my podcast. See, and that's where I came with baking edibles. 
Yeah. At one point, it's like, hey, who wants some? And now I have like women messaging me like, hey, can you make this cake? Whatever, I'll pay you one hundred fifty dollars. I'm like, hell yeah, one hundred fifty. Yeah. Say that on here. They they have their patient card. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's much like card. the straw purchase. Shut the fuck up, lawyer. Um, <laughs> so, have you ever had the honey from Black Mesa? The no. weed honey. Mm-hmm. You can barely taste weed in it. It's fucking fantastic. So it's a syringe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it's three milliliters. A oh, little yeah, thin one. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's fucking great. Like, you could add it, anything you sweeten, you can really just sweeten with honey and sugar or just honey or whatever. Anything that you could sweeten with honey. I think this would be a great additive in addition to how you're doing your butter or whatever it is you're doing. Um, Also, I would like some more brownies. Okay. Yeah, let me know. I got, I perfected it. Now they're moist. I love a nice moist brownie. I like a (laughs) wop and a wob. A wet ass brownie. Yeah, because this one I made, you know, and I paid attention more, you know, Put some applesauce, yeah. stuff like that, you know, because, of course, when you have weed yeah. in any type of edible, you know, for some reason it has the tendency to try to dry it out. It takes That's why I thought the honey might be better. Yeah. Idea. So I made these. The only thing I hated about it is that it hit me within 15 minutes. The moment that I had, I had a little bit of batter. Yeah. I'm there cooking dinner. You know, I'm, I have the brownies in the freaking, you know, oven. Out of nowhere, <laughs> you know, I have my, one of my homegirls with me and I don't know where it's just like, wah, wah, wah. That's all I started <laughs> hearing. And I was like... What the fuck just happened? Are you the Charlie Brown teacher? What the fuck happened? And then she kept on talking, and now it sounded like she was talking way too much. Oh, no. And I was like, hey, can you shut the fuck up real quick? She said, what's going on? I was like, you're talking way too fucking much, way too fast. She's like, (laughs) are you sure? She's like, are you just way fucking high? I was like, I don't know. Yes. (laughs) Give me a second. Both of those. I was like. Why can't I feel my feet right now? <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's how edibles are supposed to end. I like that. So did I tell you about the time I uh, I had a cartridge that ran out and I like I was scraping the distillate to try to put in an edible and then I licked it? No. Okay. So first off, it's like 500 milligrams or some shit. You don't think about it. So I probably had like 200 fucking – I mean whatever's in the bottom, it's a yeah. lot. Yeah. I was scraping it out and I just was like, oh, oh. I didn't even think I would be high. I was high the next afternoon still. I was in the shop doing a tattoo – my dude goes to the bathroom and I was like, can you guys tell? <laughs> and Jason was like, no, you, what do you mean? And I was like, dog, I'm high as fuck. Everything sounds like I'm in a fishbowl. I'm freaking the fuck out. Does the tattoo look good? Because I really don't know. <laughs> and he was like, dude, it looks great. You're fine. You got it. So when I was moving, my homegirl had brought me these two Tootsie Roll looking Oh, things. and they'll fuck you up. And, you know, <laughs> so like I'm moving and I was like, you know what? I don't care. You know, I was like, I just popped them both. So I'm moving stuff. And then I know where I was just like. <laughs> Yo, why does my head hurt? <laughs> and I'm just standing there, and I know everything started moving really slow. So I'm trying to move shit into my car. I got a broom in my hand, and I'm trying to like set it on the car, and it just won't go. <laughs> so finally, I just like tossed it. I was like, Fuck this! She's like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I don't know. I don't, can't feel <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> it's pissing me off. What the? Fu-? I was like, I didn't eat nothing. She's like, you had the tootsie rolls. I was like, Oh no. Fuck. I was like. How, how much were those? She's like, I don't know. My friend told me it's like 100 milligrams a piece. I was like, shit. Yeah, and that's the thing. When people say 100 milligrams or 50, okay, so those syringes, they're not the craziest. Like, mm-hmm. I could take half of one. They're 250 each, so that's like one, 75, 20, 175. Yeah. No, yeah, are we a little stupid? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's enough. Yeah. It should, and that won't fuck me up. If I take two Smokies that are 10 milligrams, I'm fucked. <laughs> So the milligram thing's bullshit. Yeah. I I'm like, oh, it's a good, it gives you an estimate. It's still not enough. But yeah. I, on, we need to get out of here. I okay. got to get a coffee and then have movie night. We're going to try to watch the Fast and the Furious, like the fourth one or something. Because yeah. the kids have seen the first couple. So, oh, yeah. sweet. And the youngest is four. I don't know why the fuck we're watching Fast and the Furious. It's probably okay. bad for them. They're going to be like, titties, what? You fucking a car? 
I don't like that. I got to fast forward through some shit, but it's cool. Cover your eyes. Yeah, I'll cover their eyes. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, you fucks. If you're still there, go rate this shit. I never ask. See, I never ask. People, everybody listens to like, rate and like and subscribe and shit. Just rate it. Say it's great, please. Thank you. Tell a friend or one or the other. I don't give a fuck. Have fuck a good night. Fuck bitches. Get money. Fuck bitches. Get money. <laughs> <laughs>